Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Sunday, September 26, 2021. Greetings to all of our new listeners up in Quantico. Ah. Yes, we have an uptick. <laughs> We've experienced a spike. We have had a spike. We have had a spike in listenership this week. And I just want to tell all of our favorite three-letter word fed agencies, welcome. Yeah. Happy to have you on board. What sure. took you so long? Yeah. yeah. What took you so long? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Welcome officially to your fed's favorite podcast, Ignore the Rant. <laughs> and if uh, nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about, let's dig into this, shall we? Please. All right. So we use Podbean as our podcast hosting site or whatever that uh, dishes out the podcast to all the different podcatchers. Spotify. I know that we aren't allowed to talk about that here, but uh, Apple, Stitcher, Google, whatever the fucks. And through Podbean, and this isn't anything special. You can do this through any podcast hosting site. You can keep track of your download numbers, which episodes got the most listens, what areas around the world that you're getting listens, and you can open it up like, okay, the total number in the U.S. is this, and then you can click on the U.S., and it tells you which states you're getting the most listeners from. And obviously, we come out of, we broadcast out of Georgia. We live in Georgia. Georgia has been our number one state since the beginning. Since the beginning. Of all time, every episode, it's not even close. We love our dogs in Georgia. Well, that record got broken this month, um, more so over the last three days, <laughs> where I checked the numbers, I don't know, maybe Thursday or Friday, and I noticed, hey, we're there's another state that's coming up fast that's hardly ever on the fucking list. I don't think it's ever peaked into third place, uh, and it's Virginia. So I noticed that a state that is never in the top three or even in the top five was making a run on Georgia's numbers, which anytime that happens, that piques my interest because uh, what the fuck? Maybe it's somebody with a VPN. Um, maybe, maybe we're blowing up. Maybe someone's actually talking about us on the off chance of that happening. But yeah, the state of Virginia blew the fuck up just in the past three days. And well, that concerns me. <laughs> Just Ted. I mean, shout out Virginia if there's legit people that are talking about us and sharing us around. And but. even if it's the government, come on, man, leave us a leave us a fucking comment or something. Yeah, leave us. Let a, us know you're listening. Leave us a review. Give us as many stars as General Milley has. Sure. I mean, at least I mean we know you're listening, but let us know you're listening. You know. Yeah. Let's interact. Yeah, I mean, and you might as well, instead of listening to us on our phone, you might as well listen to our podcast. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if I, mean, I had shit. to choose, uh, please continue listening to this podcast. The quality and, is much better. And stop turning my cell phone camera on when I'm taking a shit. Yes. Can, we, can we make mm -hmm. that a deal? Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think that's pretty reasonable. Fair I enough. I think it's even trade. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're officially uh, going to be paranoid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hold on, correction. More paranoid. Yes. But, yeah, if it is organic, legitimate, like, for some reason, Virginia just loves this show, happy to have you on board. 
Um, I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> no, I'm I'm for sure going to be on the lookout for you know tinted window SUVs in my vicinity. Oh yeah, no, I just feel bad for anybody that gets you know tasked with following us around. They're gonna be like, God <laughs> damn. That's some boring shit. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfuckers are boring as hell. I hope they pick like the, you know, youngest intern they have woke as shit. Just having to sit through this going, my God, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like we didn't even talk about the justice for J6 rally they had last weekend because I was personally bored as fuck with it. Uh, I've denounced Trump on this podcast and... You know, I haven't even really spent that much time bitching about Biden. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of let him go because it's, I feel bad about beating up on the elderly. Yeah, it's too easy. I know. It's just not even fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, at least with Trump, he was hilarious on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If well, they're just now finding us, they're probably really paying attention to, like, the first 13 episodes. And they're like, ooh, I think we got something here. Yeah. Uh, well, fast forward to episode 50-something. And then they're like, fuck. Ah, <laughs> these guys don't, don't care anymore. These guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're not even trying. <laughs> yeah. They don't even care. Son of a bitch. They're not having calls to action. They're not organizing fucking anything. God damn it. So, sorry if we're boring you, uh, feds. But I guess keep on listening. I don't give a shit how we get our numbers up. I'll take them however they come. Yeah. Yeah. Organic or not. So welcome aboard. I blame you, Jim. Suits. (laughs) I agree with that. I'm going to double up on that. No, no, that's fine. I will go down with this ship. Bring it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a little interesting development that happened recently. It was very interesting. (laughs) Now, we've seen other states. We've seen this happen in other states before. We've seen it happen in Ohio. About a year ago, after my rafting trip, where I told a bunch of guys that uh, I got fucked up with that I'll be talking about this, and poof, Ohio got, came on the map. I think a few of them might still listen. Uh, California has recently bumped up. Glad to see it. Mm-hmm. And there's some states that I have no understanding why that we have any numbers there. Right. But we seem to be pretty big in the... Uh, Midwest and the Northeast. I wonder why. Well, they're all locked at home and they got nothing else to do. They got nothing better to do. (laughs) They're like, hey, let's listen to these fuckers talk shit about my football teams and talk about how free they are. Yes. God damn it. I don't know. I understand the Midwest and the Northeast a lot more than California. I mean, I would really like to, if we could like logistically zone in on what parts of California we're getting the listens, I guarantee it's not like La Jolla, San Diego. It's probably out in the rolling dunes and shit where they're just like, can we just secede from this shit already? Yeah, I hear we're big in wine country. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people... I'm sure there's some essay in LA that (laughs) listens to us. (laughs) What, am I not Uh, essay enough for you? Yo, that's it. (laughs) They're like, one day they're going to get there, man. They're going to get there. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm still waiting. Going to be number one. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Yes. <laughs> hey, Alejandro. Hey, Roscoe. Come in here. Yes. Listen to this shit. Yes. Fuck Rogan. These <laughs> pinche <laughs> gringos, man. They fucking, they fucking loco, I say. This is crazy. All right. Well, there we go. I just called him in, Arona. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I've been asked this a, a number of times. Like, can you see... When I listen to this, or can you see what part of the state? No, we can't. We, I have no idea. They're just blanket numbers out of like 
a general region. All right. And that's it. I I don't know where any of you live. <laughs> I can't trace any of that. I'm not the Fed. It's it's the listenership that are the Fed. Yeah. Now they can trace you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Feds, help us out a little yeah. bit. Let, yeah. Help, help us find our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. You sure. can email me at ignoretherant yeah. at gmail.com yes. and let me know where our listeners are. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. And listeners, fucking share the show, man. Come on. Tell a friend. And yeah. Feds. Tell your Fed friends. Yeah. Tell Fox News. They'll spread this shit far and wide. Yes, they will. Of Tell course. Tucker. We'll get all the right wingers <laughs> on board. But um, yeah, yeah. Please, in all sincerity, share the show. Follow us on Instagram at ignore the rant underscore podcast. Uh, I'd be happy to see this shit grow so much that we can't tell when Feds are listening. And hopefully, we can also get to a point where we aren't being recommended. Uh, by other horrible podcasts. Yes. The disgusting. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was planning on covering this later, but it, it I guess it makes just as good a sense to talk about it now. Um Arona, you shared with me earlier this week a recommendation list of podcasts that are supposedly like ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like this, then you'll also probably enjoy these six piles of dung. <laughs> it's like Mark Levine and fucking uh, just a bunch of fucking conservative right <laughs> shit. That I, I, I was think like, what the fuck? My favorite was the Glenn Beck program. Oh, Glenn Beck, yes, <laughs> he's a fucking stellar. He's a stellar comparison to what we do. Oh man, me, we must be in fuego. Yeah. We must. We're this close to being on the blaze. I gentlemen. figured it would be more Cheech and Chong and fucking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all serious political commentary shows, and I'm sorry. You know, I love you. All all of you take all that hard-earned time out of your day to listen to us, but we should not be your news outlet. I mean, seriously, it, it, we should not be a place that you come to get your news. Definitely and, not. And this not- is, I mean, if you it, now, if you want news about uh, nothing. Then yes, <laughs> come to us. Yeah. If you want to wake away stupider and wondering what, what the, fuck the fuck you just did for the last two hours, <laughs> then yeah, click that follow yeah. and uh, you know share it around with other people that you know that like to waste time. No, I mean I know that we're playing fast and loose these days with the word journalist, <laughs> but these people are much closer to journalists than we are. I mean, they are still technically commentators, not fucking journalists, but. You know, potato, potato. But nah, the list, I think Glenn Beck's just an asshat well, like us. That yeah, has no sense of humor. And I want to apologize to our legit, like, genuine listeners who actually do enjoy the show. If we're fucking up your suggested feed, <laughs> sorry, that's <laughs> not us. Because the first one is the Dan Bongino show. Yeah, and if you don't know who that is, congratulations. You're on the right path. That is, you're on the right path. He's a supposedly. A former Secret Service agent that's on Fox News all the time yelling at uh, Geraldo. He's the fuck that gave us to the FBI, gave us up to the FBI. There you go. Ah. We probably showed up in his list and he's like, hey, you you might want to check these fucks out. Yeah. I will say this, though. The one that offends me the most that I will not let stand is the goddamn Charlie Kirk show. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Fucking, what the fuck? Somebody fix that algorithm. That is a bust. I think I think that there's an hack, There's a hacker somewhere. There's yeah. no way that that's real. Because I hate that man. 
I, I don't like really most of these guys, but at least they're they they've been around a little while. They have a little bit of cachet. I'd only heard a couple of them. Yeah. I don't. I mean, oh, I know every single one of these guys. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Well, you know, I know you listen to <laughs> yeah. the, this shit, but I I don't. I for those listeners out there who uh who aren't aware, I do not listen to podcasts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I love you guys for doing them, and uh, yeah, good job with them. But uh, yeah, when they compare us to, but when I saw Glenn Beck and Mark Levin, when I saw those two, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! If I ever thought I would have been compared to Glenn Beck, I would have stayed in bed. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it how we immediately blame a certain percentage of our listeners for being feds, and then we immediately go in and insult the rest of them that, that probably like these shows probably like, that, yeah, find yeah. Us, that find us to be comic relief that's within this boundary and this is why the suggested is coming up that we see because everyone that listens to us also listens to these and we're going to take 10 minutes just to shit on these yeah, <laughs> yeah please yeah, take share the show now before you <laughs> stop listening to us forever we're going to shit on some of your favorite podcasts yeah. <laughs> yeah take time out of your week please to come and get ostracized by us <laughs> yeah fuck charlie kirk that little fucking bug-eyed dick. No, I mean, but Doug does bring up a valid point. I, I think, you know, I only know Charlie Kirk because of you. For some context to our listeners, I mean, who is this person? He is basically the guy that runs Turning Point USA. That is like the Candace Owens style of conservatism. He's the guy that holds or that used to hold much in the same way that Ben Shapiro would go to college campuses and debate a bunch of retarded leftists and he would remember back in the day in like YouTube in like 2015, like Ben, Ben Shapiro destroys leftists on college campus, blah, blah, blah. Some pink, some pink haired shit lib goes down. Charlie Kirk's much in that same vein where he goes and debates kids half his age and destroys them because he just talks about how they're coming from a point of emotion and he's coming from a point of logic He's Charlie Kirk with a bigger face, or he's Ben Shapiro with a bigger face and smaller eyes, and a little bit more bass in his voice, but that's not saying much. And and he's he's the worst. He's the most like trad conservative. Uh, just he, he's the type that will have pictures, and he's been shunned. Okay, let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> so if anybody knows who Nick Fuentes is, he is persona non grata and the right-wing American political sphere. He's the guy that kind of started the America First movement. Um, and then when Trump started using it, 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 it rose him to peak heights of political fame. Now, this guy's only like 20. I mean, he's young, uh, Nick Fuentes. And he's been canceled from fucking everything because... He's, well, he's a fucking young white kid right winger that doesn't know what to say and what not to say, and he'll go for it. And the biggest thing that he got canceled for was he was doing his live show and somebody either super chatted or messaged or something, a joke where it was a cookie monster joke. Now the infamous cookie monster joke where the joke is if you had X amount of ovens cooking or making cookies 24 hours around the clock i already love where this is going for however many years how long or uh if you could make x amount of cookies per day how long would it take to make six million cookies and the joke is 
that the number surrounding the Holocaust of 6 million Jews is a bit too high. Because if you do the math and then you look at how many would have to be killed a day to reach 6 million, it goes far beyond the length of time that the Holocaust happened. That's And that's the whole thing. But it was made up as like this cookie analogy. So he got canceled for it because if he was called a Holocaust denier. If you question the number even a little bit, you're a Holocaust denier. Much like if you say, I don't think that climate change is going to kill us in 12 years, you're a science denier. Mm-hmm. If you question the efficacy of vaccines or whether or not masks work, you're a science denier. If you question anything that you're not allowed to question, you get shunned and it's no different. But he just happened to uh, entertain the idea that maybe six million is a touch too high. That's mm-hmm. it. But, you know, the Jews are God's chosen people and you're not allowed to question any anything around them. Because we must protect them at all costs. Because Hitler did a thing. So, Nick Fuentes, anyway, getting back to the Charlie Kirk thing. He was very much not on board with Charlie Kirk because he was taking pictures with drag queens that were for MAGA. Uh, MAGA drag queens. Yes, they were out there. Or is this Kirk or Fuentes? uh, Kirk. Okay. So, Kirk was allowing these people to come on, be a part of Turning Port in USA, and, and all of that shit. And so Fuentes sent his underlings to these college debates and they just fucking annihilated them, Um, which is what started the whole Groiper war. This whole movement, this Groiper movement came out of the Nick Fuentes camp and these Groipers would show up to Charlie Kirk events and question him. What does having butt sex have to do with the freedom and Charlie Kirk didn't have an answer, <laughs> or at least not one that was popular with conservatives. So then Charlie Kirk started to get ousted out of the conservative party until they canceled Fuentes. And then Kirk came back and now he's on Fox News and he sells joint supplements and Wait, all this shit. I, I'm stuck at butt sex. Where did that come from as far as the issues that they're debating? Is it just because he was having photo ops with trans people? Yeah, he was supporting it and saying and bringing them on his platform and putting them on the TP USA, you know, like supporting every like fuck yeah, hey, we're the ones with the trannies now. Mm-hmm. And there's some hardcore conservatives that are like, "Hey man, why are we going to become like the left to own the left? Like that does that's not how this works and we're not for trannies and all this other shit." Well, when you talk about MAGA drag queens, the biggest one of all was Giuliani. Mm, mm-hmm. There's a MAGA drag queen for you. Yeah. The man used to love to dress up like a woman. Yeah, it's huh. on video. It's Yeah, there's many pictures, many videos. There's, you know, so. That is frightening. And I, and I like the way Giuliani is. He's begging anybody to take him back. He's like, he don't understand why Fox News won't. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, he's I was also, just reading a reading one reading a an article yesterday about he didn't understand why Fox News won't let him back on to to give his give his 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 voice his opinion his view. Rudy, look, uh, Trump has fucking not just denounced you. You're you're in his trash can now. Yeah, you're in Trump's trash can. Mm-hmm. And when you're in Trump's trash can, you're not getting out, bro. Never. You're not coming out. 
No. No. You've been used. You, you're done. You're done, fella. Oh. So my my best advice to Giuliani would be uh, if you can scrounge together enough fucking Russian money to open you up a pizza place in New York that caters to, fuck, I don't know, Russian mafia, go do that. Do that. That's your only That's your only bid in American uh, business anymore. Well, given his age and the money I'm sure he's made, he probably should just like slink the fuck off. Well, he's saying he's broke. Uh, there's, there's rumors that he's broke. That he needs to borrow money. He he doesn't have money for his defense for all of this shit that's swirling around him now. I'm curious about his definition of broke. Yeah, well, that, everybody's <laughs> definition of broke. You know, I mean, it's 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 different than ours. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's definitely different than ours. But anyway, that's that's okay. So that's the whole Charlie Kirk thing. He's no different than Ben Shapiro, except he's a few years later. Uh, he accepted a lot of the things about the left that the right hates, like traditional right-wing people hate and now he's lauded by the mainstream and the people that listen to him are the same type that believe everything about trump is good and everything about biden's bad only because of political parties and they're they're real low iq thinkers they, they don't really they get just involved enough to to let you know how pissed off they are that the democrats are up to something it's the lowest form of I'm I'm so not interested in that kind of shit. Well, I mean, if it if they're in a list with us, you know, if they're being recommended after listening to our podcast, uh, we're no geniuses. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not I'm not slamming us, but uh, we're not the uh, we're funny. We are funnier than any of those people. We're definitely funnier yeah. than smart. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're, we're funny. And, and funny is what I like, dude. I love to laugh. I'm sorry, people. Oh, yeah. Especially to the uh, to the listener out there that, you know, likes to hear us giggle like Beavis and Butthead. Yes, <laughs> uh, we will giggle like Beavis and Butthead. Because it comes naturally. It, I can't it even just stop. happens. It happens, you know. <laughs> we like to laugh. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you can't laugh at all the shit that's going on around us right now, then uh, we're done. It'll we're destroy done. you. We're done. I mean, the everybody that can, anybody that can laugh at what's going on right now, those are the people that are going to get us through what the fuck's going on right now. Yeah, that's that's the that's the you, whole. You hear key. the term that we live in a clown world, and I don't disagree. But that a lot of people are using clown world as just saying, look at how goofy this is. Right. You know, it's not goofy. Um, but I'd rather take the clown pill where I laugh at it. Yeah. You got to find humor in it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Because if you don't, it will, it will just, it'll suffocate you. Yeah. Well, it's like, the thing they always say. If you're not laughing, you're crying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of fucking people bitching and like, oh, oh my God, oh, did you see the, did you hear about the thing? <laughs> did you see the thing where the people did the, that made the thing with the, no, oh. it's like. I'm sorry, but I think it's fucking hilarious. I know a lot of people that are super upset daily with what they see, what comes across their feed on their phone. And I stopped being that, or I stopped, I stopped coming in with piss and vinegar. Like, Oh my God, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Have you guys fucking seen yeah. this shit? I know. Murder, I know. Yeah. Yeah. When you get, uh, it, dude, it'll just, it'll eat you up. It will make you angrier and angrier and angrier. It's why I don't watch the news anymore. I just mm. quit. I just had to stop watching the news. Yeah. I had to totally quit. Get a fuck away from it yeah. because, and I feel much better now. I'm, you know, I'm like, 
I wake up every day. I'm like, hey, let's go do something, you know, instead of turning on the TV immediately. What am I going to be immediately? Upset about today? What the fuck is going to piss me off today? You know, <laughs> I don't even look at it. I, just, I can jump in my van and I take off for my day. Yeah, and I don't know when, and I don't know if it was a conscious thing, and if it was, I forgot when it happened, but it must have been a few months ago, and I don't know if I even brought it up to any of you guys, like, all right, I've made a change or whatever, but at some point, I still watch the news, but I only am trying, I'm only trying to mine out things that I think are funny, like last week with Tucker Carlson covering the Nicki Minaj story. Right. I thought that shit was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was perfect like here you go jim take this on the show we packaged it up all nice and neat for you just we made this retarded story <laughs> with these uh with these professional news guys yeah. trying to deliver it to you and that was funny that was that was hilarious yeah, yeah. And we're not we're not John Stewart level daily show funny like we we No, do... we don't have a room of writers. No. No, we don't even do really any yeah, show. Yeah, we don't write. <laughs> we, no. don't fucking... we literally, I guess, breaking the fourth wall or whatever audio is. Uh, we literally come in and 15 minutes before we hit record, it, I'm looking for shit. It's improv, baby. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is finest. That's what this podcast is. And that's what I love about it. And that's what I don't ever want to change about it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like last week, uh, at the very end of the episode... For all those people that make it all the way through to the end, and I don't know how many of those listeners, percentage-wise, actually make it to the end, but at the very end, before Doug's new song played, we did a a theatrical rendition (laughs) of something that I came across on Twitter, no bullshit, two seconds before we hit record, and I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, And I didn't give a fuck if it was fake. I didn't give a fuck if it was... It was funny. If it was real or if like something bad happened to these people. I just found it to be funny. Now, what I didn't know at the time was that that was only part of the conversation. And if you're wondering, Jim, I don't know what you're talking about. Stop Recap. right now and go back one episode and listen to the end. So the... The gist of it was was that there was a text message going back and forth between a guy and his friend that was at a party who supposedly watched his girlfriend get taken upstairs to get double teamed by a couple of dudes. And where we left off was, well, they were debating whether or not uh, one of the guys should go up and confront them. And he got close enough to the door to know that something was going on that he didn't really like or probably wasn't going to like. And the guy back at home was just saying, dude, just leave the party. Well, the story continues. I don't know why, but I have followed up on this and there are additional text messages. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do a theatrical reading this time. Uh, I'm just going to hit some keynotes in this supposed (laughs) text thread. This alleged text thread. Uh, the guy at the party ended up writing back and said, I'm just going to storm the room. The guy at the house says, <laughs> film it. Yeah, please. <laughs> yes. Dude, I want this video. Yeah, yeah. I want the video too. <laughs> but obviously he didn't because he comes back with, I need both hands free. They're naked and their guard is down. <laughs> so anyway. That's the only text that I think makes this questionable as far as it's... Re- whether it's real or not. Yeah, well, and then the the guy back at the house says, I don't know what you got to prove, uh, but this is an L, and no one will know about it, but you're about to make this public. Dude, just literally get out of the party. Yeah. 
And the guy at the party writes back, my blood is on your hands. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what? <laughs> and I guess this was sometime later. He goes, bro, are you alive? And he just gets a response, fuck you. <laughs> and then he's like, so what's up? Are you at home? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, good. You didn't drive her home, did you? My car's still at the party. Why? <laughs> Nigga, I can't fucking see straight. They knocked my ass around. I had to take the bus. <laughs> Naked. Naked. So the guy writes back, okay, well, so what happened? Did y'all step outside for a fair fight or what? He goes, nah. He's like, they jumped you outside? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking tell me they beat your ass naked. This is where it gets good. <laughs> I ran up in there with no fear in my heart, though. So did they keep fucking after they took you out? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's your first mistake. You can just walk in there, no fear. If you had a the slight, just a moment to think and go, hmm, two on one at the best of times is probably a shit proposition. He's lucky you didn't get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Death by another man's dick is no way yeah. I'd ever want to go. But no. um, yeah. So anyway, that's the rest of the story was. Is that supposedly he ran up in there, all brave, ready to make a stand for his girl, <laughs> who was willingly spending her night with two other dudes, and uh, he got the shit beat out of him by two probably sweaty naked dudes, and so let's just uh, take a moment for that big guy. Yeah, that's, that's an L. That's an L. No one ever wants out there in public. That's a fail Hall of Fame caliber story right there. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Stumbling across it on Twitter two seconds before you hit record and uh, bringing it into the show might not always be the best idea, but there, there's the resolution of that one-time shitty story. And it was still funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was great. Dude, Funny's just, good. Just seeing this whole thing play out where he's contemplating. Not only contemplating, am I going to do this, but bringing his boy in because he was looking for backup is like the most bitch shit ever. Yeah. This guy's like a bitch squared mm-hmm. like you brought a girl to the party that's not that's not a bad thing no you, you brought a chick that would leave you to go get dicked down by two other dudes all right that's a bitch move uh you didn't just leave the party you wanted retaliation on the spot that's that's a bitch move you text you try to get your buddy to come over to fight your fight for you or with you bitch move there's this guy made so many bitch moves that it's just impossible not to be funny this is all building proof of why his girls getting double teamed by two other dudes right in front of him yeah no doubt no doubt i could have seen this coming Uh, if i knew this guy i'd be like don't take her to that party dude no well okay no (laughs) she's gonna get double dick down (laughs) no just pure i mean what any logical human being would do is the moment they see that shit going down, I'm fucking out. Yeah, <laughs> There's n- nothing to be gained from this party tonight. Fuck that bitch. Over and out. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I In my head, I just, I, like, it plays out perfectly in my head. It's the funniest shit ever. It's like, I see two empty Blue Chew rappers on the floor. Two dudes <laughs> that are just fucking hard enough to fucking set a foundation on. <laughs> just waylaying this dude and you know that the guy got like a graze like in the middle of the ass beating like oh yeah you know he got a oh fucking, yeah got speared a couple times <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> i mean 
shit moves around in a fight, especially when uh, you're butt naked. I would imagine. I've ne- I've been in zero naked fights. I'm sorry to report. So yeah, that's like. In Ch- <laughs> did you see the movie Chips? The new one. Uh-uh. Oh my god! There's a scene in that movie. There's a, it's one of the funniest scenes in a movie that I've seen in a long. time. Well, I mean, since the chick sneezing in the hall pass movie and shitting all over the, <laughs> fucking, all over the wall in the back of the sh- that was funny as shit That's, to me yeah. it was disgusting as hell but funny this was the same shit it was disgusting as hell but it was funny because the dude had to pick the guy up and put him in a tub because he was he's, he's, like, he's sitting there naked and he's and, he, and he's he's got like you know he's broken all these bones in his body and shit so he hadn't got his he hadn't took his pills so he can move and he's got to get in a tub full of warm water to be able to the dude's taking him to the to the tub right and he slips <laughs> yeah and you see you see this naked this balls and dick right in his face and then he bounces into the tub the dude lands in the tub so he broke his, his last bone oh on another man, dude's dude, face. His face went right into his fucking <laughs> dick and balls. That was one of the funniest fucking scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> and, 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 and the dude in the tub, he's going, oh, I graced you there, didn't I? <laughs> I think I felt it. I felt, yeah. I felt it. I felt it. And the other guy's going, no, no, nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing at all. Yeah, nope. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's, it's no dick-shaped bruises on this yeah, cheek. That's, that's funny as hell, dude. But yeah, speaking of funny. Yeah. Uh, we need to bring up your, your other funny, funny fucking story to me. Anyway, that is dog, the bounty hunter. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> All right. So, How about old dog? So tell us what's going. So just before we hit record, uh, well, I guess I can probably stop saying that cause that's everything that yeah, we talk about on this yeah, show. It's, 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 it happens that way. So I was looking to see if there was any update on the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundrie saga, Romeo and Juliet 2021 style. <laughs> and like we said, okay, so last week, let's start where we finished last week. Right before we went on air, they had found a body right. in Wyoming in the Grand Teton National Park or whatever. And I, I said immediately, I was like, that's her and right. she's dead. Right. Don't need any confirmation. That's just obvious. Which has since been uh, verified. Yeah, right. I, they even had a funeral, I think, yesterday for her. So, uh, T's and P's, RIP, all the letters to her and her family. Okay. So, Brian Laundry has been on the lam, I think is the old-fashioned way of saying, uh, running for his life. Since then, because he most likely did it. And I hadn't paid attention to the news this week at all. So, I don't know if they caught him. I don't know if they found his body. I don't know what the fuck is going on. They're still searching, from what I recall. So I just looked, I just Googled Brian Laundry, and the first fucking thing that came up was Dog the Bounty Hunter joins search for Brian Laundry. And I just go, oh, we're, yeah, we're talking about this. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> you go, brother. You're going to find her. You're going to find that guy. Dude, find that guy, dog. I fucked up by even watching a Nancy Grace episode last week <laughs> when when they were, I guess they- Is she still a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean- She's still on TV? Bitches like that will live till they're fucking 104. Wow. Still. Yeah, I, what is she on? I mean, I- uh, what? It's late night. Fucking oh, late okay. night okay. deep in the recesses of one of the Fox channels. Right. It's probably Fox business. They don't hey, even give a fuck about that. She's worth a giggle. Yeah, she's, I don't know. She's, she's insufferable. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, of God. course. 
So it might have even been last Sunday after we got done recording and I went home, turned on the TV, and uh, I saw Nancy Grace, Abby, uh, Gabby Petito, and I was like, I got to click on <laughs> this. Like, what What the fuck is there to talk about? Like, fucking, it's, it's a dumb oh, deal. Oh, she'll, she'll find it. So I, I turned on the channel, and there's Nancy's big, dumb, ugly mug taking up the entire left-hand side of my screen. And on the right-hand side, no bullshit, I counted 12 fucking a panel of 12 people and nancy's just throwing things out there i think brian did it and he should burn in hell and then all 12 people it's like it's like the if you've ever gone into a chicken house when they're all quiet yeah and you just start going and then they all just go that's all it was was it was fucking nancy's big dumb face just going Oh, well, I think he's got hell to pay. And then 12 people going. And let me guess, she looked horrified. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible f- for her to look even more haggard. But I, oh. I, And I don't know who's in charge, if she's like setting up her own studio. But the camera angle where it's kind of like above her looking down, so she always has to kind of scowl up at it. She looks like a demon. Yeah, she is a demon. I she feel is, like she is a human demon. Yeah. She's got literal skeletons in her closet. And and she th- this is the thing about her. She's supposed to be uh objective, I guess. <laughs> is, is, isn't that what isn't that what she's supposed to be? I was an I attorney. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So I she, know the law. Yeah, I know the law. I have seen her time and time again blame people for shit that they did it come out in the end, they had nothing to do with it. I was just going on a hunch. Yeah. I'm just yeah. And and she doesn't even apologize for shit like Fuck that. Fuck no. no. Yeah. Well, I don't apologize. I just go where the evidence leads me. Yeah. And, it's- and if I think you did it, then I'm not apologizing because that, that sh- I'm just following my gut. It's just amazing. Uh, I mean, people like that are just, <laughs> that's what's wrong with the world. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh- no, I feel like every episode of her show should start with her looking like Ernie McCracken at the be- beginning of Kingpin and by the end looking at like, like Ernie McCracken in the final final scene where the hair's all disheveled you know it's this big ass bald spot it's just yeah i, I mean she I, I think it should just be a disclaimer nothing <clears throat> you are about to see or hear should be taken seriously yeah, yeah. that's 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 all you need to put right before her show could you imagine living in her neighborhood oh my god dude did you see when um what was it Oh, there was some cut because you know she lives around here somewhere. Really, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. She lives. <laughs> uh, I mean, not far from us at all. Oh God, uh, something happened with a neighbor in her neighborhood. I can't remember what it was, but it was just uh, she was doing the most vicious and vile shit, trying to trying to get this neighbor moved out of their house trying to where they would lose their house and be out of the neighborhood oh yeah yeah that sounds, sounds like, like her what? she's a teetotaler uh, she's not like a reasonable like okay i understand you guys had a barbecue and it got a little loud because it's fourth of july i guarantee like ooh, she is if there was like a a, a karen video game she would be the final boss she is, she is karen. oh yeah without a doubt she is Karen with a capital K. Okay. Yeah. I bet yeah. she's 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 Karen spelled C U N T. She's got to be on the HOA board. And she's that person that you find outside at your at your garbage can on Thursday after it's supposed to be brought in on Wednesday. Just standing there looking at you. 
Uh, you know, neighbor, this was supposed to go up in your garage yesterday. Yeah, at 619, at 620, it's late. She's the kind of bitch that goes out with a fucking ruler measuring your grass height <laughs> to make sure. Uh, it's supposed to be one and a quarter inch, she's, and you're at one and a half inch. That's a violation. She's the bitch from McDonald's four episodes ago. She's the East Cobb snob. That's her. Fuck, mm-hmm. that might have been her. It could have been. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> it did look kind of like her. <laughs> <laughs> now, that you, now that I think about it. So anyway. I hadn't. I didn't even know she was still even doing anything. I didn't either. After the Jody Arias, you know, cases or whatever that made her famous, I thought she fucking retired ages ago. But no, we are not lucky enough for that to be reality. She's still kicking, and so that just kind of kept me going a little bit on this whole like, oh, I guess the the Brian Laundry story is still happening. Let's see if there's an update. And. The man with the magnificent mullet. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, dog, the bounty hunter. So we know we're about to get some fucking results uh, because the big dog's here. (laughs) Dog's on it, y'all. So I'm going to play a video where he's speaking on why he's joining the fight. Just want to hear from the guy straight from the dog's mouth. And then we'll get into why I really think this is fucking hilarious. So here is dog daughter at about the same age that's i know what the parents feel like okay and you want justification you want the guy behind bars all of it's alleged that he even committed the murder but uh circumstantially it looks like he did you know the strongest lead i see is that one of her friends said he had been in the appalachian mountains by himself for a couple months now, he's not just a camper then. He is a outdoorsman. So in order to do that, I think because of his age, he felt comfortable. If there's anywhere right now that looks the hottest, that could be the area. It all depends on the picture they got of him the other day where they're hunting now. If really that was him, no one has said that. If not, Appalachian Mountains is the best, but it covers several states. So where did he go in at? That's where you start your tracking point. From right when he went into the mountain with dogs. They've got so much infrared. I mean, they're going to catch him. I've seen four different pictures this week. Yeah. Of people that this could be him. You know? Yeah. And uh, one's in Mexico. One's in North Florida. Panhandle of North Florida. Baker, Florida. Yeah. On a fucking deer cam. Which the FBI has ruled him out. Right. Oh, did they? Yep. They okay. came out They came out last week. I think that was... Uh, now, that, how did they rule him out? Do they know who it was? It I was mean, probably just they... another serial killer oh, right. in Florida. Okay. And right. they're like, we already we already know who that guy is. Yeah, and that's yeah. him. Yeah. And they all, they're all bald, and they all have hair on their face. Anyway. <laughs> uh, they, and, and they're skinny as fuck. They all, look, they all look like the same... They do look like the same guy. They do. Now, yeah. the, 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 the airplane picture... Uh, I had to, <laughs> it took me a minute to figure out it's a mask. The guy's got a mask that's, that's, that's brought down over his chin, you know? Uh. And I was like, I was looking at the picture. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy's face? And, uh, COVID. yeah, it was a mask. Yeah. But anyway, four different pictures in four different locations. And they're still down there with the alligators and shit. Now I know that the, I read over the weekend that the neighbors, that lived right across the street from them say that the parents and him left the weekend following when he got back with a new camper attached to a 
pickup truck, they left and went on a weekend trip. Mm-hmm. And when they came back, they came back without the camper and without him. Mm-hmm. Now, that's out there. It's out there. So, I mean, to me, the, 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 it looks to me like this is what's going on. He's nowhere near where they think he is. I can almost guarantee that. He's yeah. probably in the Appalachian Mountains. He mm-hmm. knows it. Hell, he's been there. He was there for two, three months. Take him back up there and let him fucking... Because, dude, Rudolph, how long did it take him to say, find he's, him? He's going the route Eric, of Eric, Eric Rudolph. Robert, yeah, Eric Rudolph. Same, same thing, you know? I mean, so, and it's a lot more habitable mm-hmm. for a human, you know, to live in that area. I mean, fuck, you're talking about all the way to, what, Vermont? I mean, Maine. To, yeah. yeah. To Maine. From Georgia yeah. to Maine. Yeah, from Georgia to Maine. So that's a lot of area for someone to roam around in. And there's a lot of people that camp and a lot of people that leave shit out and you, know. and you can just you know duck down in the fucking bushes and wait and steal food from people yeah there's all kinds of shit you can do to live that way for a long time i, I would say just send a a squad yeah. just take a squad mm. of searchers and throw them in the appalachians just throw them in there and and let them roam around <laughs> let them roam around you know sure Hell, it wouldn't probably it probably wouldn't cost one point Two million dollars for less than a week of searching. Yeah, if you put one squad in there of maybe eight people, you know, they could probably search for three years for a million dollars. Yeah, I'm sure so, you could get financed by A and E for a little special. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's nowhere near where they think he is because one thing, the dude, obviously the dude did it. Now, I don't know if he did it on purpose mm-hmm. or if it was an accident. Yeah. And either one of those is plausible to me. We can, I don't, we can only surmise exactly. what the cause of it, it was. The cause of her death. But right. the result likely what, came by his hands. Right. And, mm-hmm. it, well, and obviously it did because he's in her camper. <laughs> yeah. The camper's in her name. He drives it all the way back to Florida. And I do know that the FBI has released a warrant for his arrest yes, for her murder. A federal warrant. Yeah. That is, and that's key in this because Mexico has to honor a federal warrant. Yeah. So maybe the dude on the plane was him going to Mexico. I don't think he would be it, able to get on a plane. Yeah, I don't I don't think he would either. I but, don't even think he'd make it through security. But at the time that he supposedly did all of this, they weren't really looking for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if he even got on or near an airport, they would they would have that. Well, I mean, this is the way I look at it. His parents or her parents didn't uh, didn't declare her missing until September the 11th, right? That was the day that her parents declared her missing. Yeah, he got to Florida on September the first. Mm-hmm. That's fucking ten days. 10 days of of planning and and you know of course he lawyered up we do know that he got a lawyer so obviously he knows he's in some shit yeah for something well and how many days prior to that was the whole incident supposedly august 25th 27th yeah the 25th to the 27th is what they're looking at Mm -hmm. from those those days yeah and then you've got the People that claim they picked him up hitchhiking on the 29th. Yeah. At which people say that there's no way that could have happened. That could have happened. You can make it. You can make it from where they were from the 29th to September 1st. You can do that drive to Florida. 
you'd have to do it straight fucking through, but you could do it. And if you're jacked up enough where you know you just killed somebody or somebody's dead at your hands, yeah. you're jacked up enough to stay up for fucking two days to drive all the way to Florida. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, there's a lot about this case. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put my finger on anything, but I do think that he's not where they're, they think he is. Well, if he's not in that reserve, that nature area, that basic swamp right near his home, then that's a hell of a juke. You know, you got to just give tip your cap and go, damn dude, you got them all centered around that one point. And if you're not there, then you're doing better than I thought. And they said that the parents could be responsible for the cost of that. Yeah. If, cause the parents are the ones that sent everybody there. The parents are the one that said he well, that's where they came home and he was going to the reserve. Yeah. yeah. And now we don't even know that he drove his car there. I do know, that, know, they've con- I do know that they've confiscated his car. It's and, now in you know law enforcement hands and I mean, all this, that. Same this, thing with the van. So if there's any evidence in any, either of those vehicles, right. it'll obviously bear fruit. I don't think there's going to be shit in them because I don't, A, I don't think she was killed in the van. Um, no, I don't think she was killed in the van. And I don't think that there's anything in his car that's going to lead to shit because his car was in Florida the whole time. Right. Now, but, if you did see the van footage from the couple that were driving through the, there was a flip-flop <laughs> on the on the ground behind the van. Whoopsies. There's a single flip-flop. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot of shit going on with it. Uh, a lot of shit that we'll probably never know. But there's some things, there's some things that, actually makes sense to me and as far as the reserve goes where they're looking right now for him i think and and people think i'm crazy for thinking this because they think that people won't do anything for their children i know people with children and people will do any fucking thing for their children even if they're running from a murder oh no doubt Uh, i think that one of the parents drove the fucking mustang there and and left yeah. it there overnight yep. or for you know just so it could be ticketed to so it could say hey the mustang was here and the whole time he's already gone the whole time they've already taken him wherever the fuck they took him all diversions yes all all diversionary tactics to get them looking in one spot for an extended period of time and the longer they look in that spot the better better chance he's got of making it all the way up into canada in the fucking Appalachian Trail. He better I get mean, there. that's a... He better get there quick. It, t- it usually takes a couple months to do the right, full app trail. Right. And now he's got to stay off the app trail. Right. <clears throat> because that yeah. is way too heavily traveled. Right. He'll be spotted immediately. Right. Um, but even two months to to do the entire app trail, that's doing it at a pretty good clip. Right. Two months from now, you're talking about being, you know, into December. Right. Uh, right. It's going to get cold as fuck. And if his... If his desires to go north he better be huffing it yeah otherwise yeah. he ain't he's gonna be in a much more uh, he must have like a crazy elaborate plan that he devised while he was driving back home to florida right uh otherwise if he's just winging it i don't think that this kid has what it takes to make it a couple years in the appalachian mountains right. like Eric Rudolph well did. especially i mean if you think about it, i mean the appalachian trail i mean even the groomed parts that are well traveled are extremely difficult right if he's having to rough it on terrain that's not even manicured for that shit i mean if he's not a well-seasoned hiker well he's already been there he's already spent months there sure so he knows it 
Yeah. He knows yeah. the areas, you know, so that's, that's my point in all of this. I, I just think it's a giant fucking ruse. They need to be cert. They need to be all over the Appalachian trail going all the way to Canada. That's where they're going to find this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my prediction in this. I know we don't predict shit, but that's, that's where I think he's at anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because he knows it. He's he did it before. Well, I haven't paid that much. The first time I heard anything mentioned about the Appalachia area was just now when Dog said it. Right. I, mm. I one million percent. I stopped paying attention because I thought this dude offed himself in Florida in that swamp, and he's gator shit now. Right. And they're not going to find anything, and they're just wasting their time. They're going to search for two weeks or a month or whatever, and deem it okay. Well. He's probably, he's likely dead, searches off, case is closed as far as we're concerned, and it would just be forgotten. Right. Unless old Nancy Grace and Dog the Bounty Hunter are on the fucking trail, then uh, then it'll never die. But uh, Dog continues here uh, to carry out further plans on how to track this guy down. <laughs> you know, I, the only reason I, I would doubt if he's in the sw- swamp is they've been hunting it really good, okay? And I'm not sure that was him in the picture. You know, they was blurry, blah, 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 like kind of an old bank robbery picture, right? But you couldn't really tell if that was him. Now, if that was him 100%, he's in the swamp, okay? And then, so they, he, he moves in the, in the night, and he probably sleeps up in the day. Now, the FBI has ultraviolet light tracking. Remember the Boston bomber? how they found the kid in the boat when they went over and the tarp was over him. They've got that. So I'm sure they're using that to cover with drones. I mean, he can't cover with mud. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He can't cover with anything. He's going to light up. You know, I don't think he went to New York or uh, there's been a couple rumors he might have went to Mexico. I've been to Mexico. So if he's down there wanted, a white boy that doesn't know Spanish... The cartel's going to grab him for the reward. So, no, he's not down there. You know, I... Hold on, hold on, hold on. How the fuck does Dog the Bounty Hunter know if if Brian knows Spanish or not? Yeah. Is that just his canine senses tingling? And and what the fuck? You know, some people say he's in Mexico. I've been to Mexico. Oh, well, okay, then rule it out. Dog yeah. has been to Mexico. Congratulations, So sir. it's impossible for anyone else to ever go to Mexico. Go to Mexico. <laughs> you can't go to Mexico. Man, this guy's logic is so rock What's solid. wrong with you, white boy? Yeah, I-, I love the automatically, if I'm white and I'm in Mexico and I happen to be wanted, I am being turned in by the cartel. Well, you know, dog, he has to slam the white folks. Yeah. Because you know, well, we'll he's get got to his that. reasons. This is the equivalent. <laughs> this is the equivalent of Guy Fieri saying, "There's not a hotter pepper than the ghost pepper because I've had the ghost pepper. Therefore, there's nothing hotter than the ghost pepper." It's like <laughs> your your logic is retarded. Yeah, Fauci is science. He's Mexico. <laughs> yeah, Carolina, dog, Carolina Reaper. Dog, Carolina Reaper, baby. Dog is now all Mexicans, <laughs> and he speaks for them all in perfect English. All right, let's continue. Don't think. Who knows? I've had to eat my words uh, before. <laughs> well, when they got into arguments, you, <laughs> you don't say. He's out in that tent. Your voice will go what two miles, and she's screaming. What if he put his hand over her mouth to shut her up and killed her? Or did he do it worse? It all depends. The autopsy report is out, I believe, how she died, okay? 
That's going to be your murder uh, death penalty sentence. So how do you say it could have been an accident? You know, the guy that uh, killed my daughter in, an act, in a car wreck, right? He passed too, but it was an accident. How do you say that? So, but right now we got to hunt him as a wanted fugitive. So, Okay. Let's talk more about the... Uh guy that killed his daughter in a car wreck <laughs> yeah what 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 the fuck was that <laughs> yeah i mean it's that has nothing to do with I, I mean i know you lost a daughter i mean i get that but it has nothing to do with uh gabby being killed yeah well he says oh the autopsy's been released now well i'm interested in reading that to find out okay well what is the cause of death well uh according to at least CNN, which uh, who knows how much you can really trust on here. But uh, the cause of death remains pending final autopsy results. It's been that way. They yeah. said that since Tuesday. It's Look, I think the autopsy is probably going to show that, yes, it is suspicious. Maybe he choked her, like we said. Maybe he, maybe he was trying to. I don't know. I don't know. None of us know. Anything that we say would be speculating as to what happened to this girl. Now, we do know they they found her. She's dead. Her fiancé is on the lam. That's all we really know. And for anybody to, to speculate on what could have happened, what did happen, what, and, and even the timeline, even the timeline, nobody really knows what the timeline is. The, the only timeline that I can really go by is the video that we shared on the podcast where only, you know, in October, in August, uh, what was it? August the 12th, I believe. Yeah. The, the day of the that police encounter, the day the police pulled them over. Yep. Um, and real quick touching on that, there was one thing I did not bring up. I failed to, cause I forgot was in that video. Not only do the cops say it's your call, I don't see any threat here, whatever, which was a big oopsies. Uh, but before that, when they coach Gabby on how to answer a question yes. so that they will not arrest her. Right. Yes. Because it wasn't just a, hey, we, we don't have to follow the letter of the law. And it wasn't just the part that I played for you. The part that I left out, which was my mistake, was them on camera saying, we're going to ask you a question, and it's imperative that you answer it a particular way. Yes, you think about this before you answer. And think, don't just respond immediately. Right. Think about it long and hard. And their question was so leading that the only answer was an obvious no. Yes. Because their question was, when you struck him, were, you, you, intend, were you intending on causing physical harm to him? And some other terms in that right. in that lexicon. Yes. And she says, no. And then they go, what were you trying to do by striking him? I was just trying to get him to stop telling me to calm down. And then the cop immediately comes in and goes, well, that doesn't sound like assault to me. And it's like, holy uh, fuck. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, she said she didn't mean to do it. Therefore, it doesn't. it's not that. The cops went above and beyond out of their way to let her go. That that's the whole that's the whole reason why echoing what you're saying that right. I, I wanted to bring up that police encounter because had they arrested her she would still be alive. Yeah, blah, she blah, would blah, still blah, be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly that's a, that's my point in all of this. 
anyway. Yeah. I mean, I just go by that police stop. And when I, when I sit and watch what the cops did during that stop, just letting them go about their way to sending him to a motel for the night, yep. you know, now I know they probably weren't, you know, I, I mean, they probably, nobody has a crystal ball to no. see, Hey, this girl's going to be missing in a month. And it's going to be the biggest story it, in yeah, the nation yeah, for a little right, bit. Right. Right. Sure. And we're going to get uh, everything. <laughs> and, and it's wild that Whoops. even on the video, the guy says on, on the video the cop says you know i'll take full responsibility for what i'm about to do you yep. know i'm gonna be judged for i'm this. gonna be judged for this and and he had no idea yes he had no clue that he would be judged uh -huh. for that he had no idea and now he's being judged for it in a way that at, like we talked about before, it, it, she should have gone to jail. Yes. They yeah. should have taken her to jail, crying her eyeballs out, whatever, or not. She should have gone to jail the minute she grabbed the fucking wheel. Yeah. Because that is, that's not only a danger to them, that's a danger to everybody on the road. Yeah. That's you know, it, when you grab a fucking steering wheel, that is a, that you should go to jail for that. Yeah. And, and and if for nothing else, because of also of the, the domestic, that he had the, the domestic yeah. violence portion, and and I know the initial nine one one call that sent the cops looking for that van, right? And this might have been a part that I got incorrect, only because I didn't know it at the time. Was the initial nine one one call was about a man striking a woman, a woman yes. because they were fighting? He was trying to keep her out of the van, and so the cops were immediately looking for the van. And when they found it, that was when she was beating the fuck out of him right. inside the van. The whole reason why I say she would still be alive is because had she been arrested, he would have also still been put up in the motel because that was not his van. Right. They would have been separated. She would have had, who would she have called to get bailed out? Yeah. Her parents. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and her you, parents would have come out and, and probably taken her back to correct. Florida. Correct. The, the parents, the likelihood of the parents stepping in and intervening and saying, you are no longer continuing this cross country trip with this guy who right. y'all uh, obviously don't need to be around each right, other. Right. They would have stepped in. We would have never heard about this. This would have been like any other story that you never hear about. Right. Yep. But the cops fucked up. And, and they out. did. And they did. They fucked up. Now, I'm, I'm not going to rail against cops for being lenient and letting people go and not arresting everybody. However, when there's assault happening and they're... And that close quarters, uh, on the other side of the fucking country, right? And you need that to, young, you need and to as young as they were, yeah. you know, because dude, when you're young, uh, I mean, you do shit, you do shit that you don't think about, yeah. you know, you, and and you you act on on um on impulse instead of reason, yeah, you sure. Know? You don't think about what you're doing before you do it. That's just part of being young. And when you when you have a couple. That obviously can't get along, yeah. And they're that young; anything can happen, man. And, sure. and, and not even death. Not even like thinking that you, if you, if you let him go, then obviously death is the only right. thing that's going to happen. There's a million yeah, miles in between. Anything, but anything. one thing that you know is probably unlikely is that they're going to not have this blow up right. again. Sure. Yeah, right. Well, w if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's people stuck in close quarters usually are a little bit volatile. Now, add that, the small square footage of a fucking small van that you're living in. Yeah, yeah. And we got to put out daily content. We've got all these fucking viewers and shit. Yeah, yeah. We got to put on this persona that we're this lovey-dovey. Like, yeah, they, they, 
they were never going to make it. Mm-mm. They were never going to make it. They yeah. weren't the ones to do the things that they were setting out to do. Right. Now, if they lived in Utah or Wyoming and they were close to home, yeah, let them go and, and, and drive the guy back home, whatever, and say, yeah, I think you're done. You, you, you need to separate. But the fact that they were on the other side of the fucking country, and no matter what, they're going to have to be together for days, even if they went straight back home after that night, you were still... You- you were forcing them. You were forcing something to happen. Right. It was. Yes. In, it, it was it inevitable. Is. Yeah. And and everybody knew that. I mean, I saw an interview this weekend uh, with her friend. It and I mean they've only been friends for like a little over a year. <laughs> they they met on like a app yeah. on the phone or whatever, and they quickly became best friends. Mm-hmm. Gabby and this girl and Sarasota. I'm sure her commentary and, wasn't biased at all. No, no, <laughs> now now I'll say this. Uh, she the questions they were asking her, she was answering pretty directly. Yeah, and she she was the one that brought up the fact that he was in the Appalachian Mountains for months by himself. Yeah. Uh, she said she heard him talk about it. She heard Gabby talk about it and how, you know, he knew how to handle himself and all that shit. So when they were going on this trip that, you know, everything was cool because he would know if anything happened, he'd know what to do or whatever. Yeah. So he was the survival guy. And right. She was the window dressing. Yes. And, and then she, she started talking about, um, that she was supposed to join them. On September the 24th, I believe, mm-hmm. she was supposed to join them, uh, I believe, at the Grand Canyon or somewhere. She was going to go out there, and she was saying that uh, that the the boyfriend was jealous of their relationship. Oh, no of, shit? Yeah, of them two being friends. <laughs> wow. And that when they this would the get same, in fights, this is the same energy where this guy yeah. would text his homeboy right. about getting. Uh, and, yeah. and she said, and she said over you know over the course of a few months that uh, they would get into fights, and that Gabby would come spend the night with her. And they asked her how many times it happened, and she goes, "Oh, seven to ten times." Jesus and Christ! And I'm like, "Wow, that's fucking that's a lot. Yeah. You know, that's a lot, a tad frequent." And and so. It's an unhealthy amount. And and mm-hmm. my point in all of this where the signs were there. They were there from, you know, they were there from her friends. They were obviously the parents had to know that they were getting in fights. Especially they had that, to know especially that young. Yeah. Like if she was thirty two or forty two, probably not. Right. But if you're but in when, your- when they're that young and they were still living at home, you know, you got you're talking about yeah. people that still live at home. And she had actually moved in with them with uh, uh, Gabby was actually living at Brian's house, uh, from what I understand, she had moved from New York down to Florida. Damn. And so that obviously they had to know. Yeah. People had to know how toxic that fucking relationship was. And that these are not two people that you put in a fucking little van. And send them out for months, <laughs> for months at a time, traveling across the great outdoors you don't do that no. you just don't do that and i i you know i i just don't know what else to say about it i mean i just thank god that fucking dog is on the case oh no, no yeah no that's, no, that's all i can say i mean because uh-huh. holy shit well he's got a, he's got a, a couple more minutes of just gems i'm sure the man with the magic mullet so let's let's try to become let's become dog yes the reason I went to Mr. Landry 
is because I carry a reputation with me. You see me every night on Pluto TV. The reputation <laughs> is, is he, he gives show? you a second chance. He gonna get you, but he gives you a second chance. So I thought, wow, the dad's gonna, you know, see me and crack. And I know the kid knows me. Probably one of my fans. <laughs> so oh my God. I thought the dad would answer and talk. But I was very persistent without disturbing the peace and knocked a few times so they saw it was me. And I didn't play nasty and put a copy of the warrant on their front door, none of that. I was very respectful. And the dad can still reach out to me through social media. Let's get the kid captured alive. Alive. My okay. Dog, I don't think he's one of your fans. No. But, no. you know, who knows? Maybe he has a poster of you on his wall. Dude, I'm I, doubt, the, I doubt that they subscribe to Pluto TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're yeah. catching the dog, no. the bounty hunter show yeah. uh, nightly. Dude, I, I'm from the generation where his show was semi-popular, and I didn't even know the fucking guy was still alive. <laughs> Just goes to show. But while that audio is playing, the video is him knocking, rapping on their door. And he's like, I didn't leave a copy of the warrant. I could have. He sounds almost Trumpish. Like, I didn't leave a copy of the war. I could I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people are saying mm-hmm. I should, but I didn't. But it's just, <laughs> when I show up, I come with a little bit of gravitas because I am motherfucking dog. That's well, right. And the kid's probably my fan. <laughs> oh, I would, just but- my sheer presence would get him to... Show himself, I mean, because he would much rather meet me than face justice. Right. I mean, yeah. his dad probably doesn't know who I am, but I mean, the kid's probably a fan. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, he will always take the opportunity for self-aggrandizement. Oh, yeah. Every episode, at least, I mean, if it's 45 minutes long, at least 20 minutes of it is about him talking about his past and why he's better than this person that he's hunting. He's the Nancy Grace of bounty hunters. Yeah, he, he is, man. He is his number one fan. And that's what makes him so fun to listen to. Let's see what else he's got. We're, so the next step that I have is to now we work off leads. Okay. We don't have a crystal ball where we can say, oh, there's where he's at. Well, now we work off leads. Somebody knows something somebody else knows where wow. he's at where they dropped him off at or the did they right drop here. him off that person is going to call us because again we're not the police this is anonymous we don't have to tell we are willing to go to extreme measures to find him whether it's in mexico i've got connections there Ooh. or anywhere i think again that he's young enough not an experienced criminal but what is his greatest experience okay outdoorsman i think his greatest experience is, is getting to meet dog the bounty hunter yes that is his greatest experience <laughs> oh, man, he's his, ever had his luck just turned around he's gonna get to meet a celebrity That's bonafide right. celebrity boner fide all right we only got about uh one more minute left let's see all let's see right. if there's any hmm. remnants of wonder in this bitch that's what he does the best I don't think he can shoplift and live in the city and be on the run and, you know, sleep at cheap hotels. I think that he is what's in his blood. He's in them hills. Ooh. On a one to ten, he's probably a six compared to the outdoors men and some of the guys that I've captured. 
okay. Those two New York guys, the one that killed the other guy was, we was 10 minutes behind him. That's good stuff. How so, the fuck not, does he know that? experience like that. We get a scent of a trail. We get a scent, he's done. He's not going to hide in the trees and dig a cave and all that. He's got a small tent, maybe a knife, because he's got to stay out in the open. Hope parents didn't give him anything else to protect himself. How's he eating? Got to kill the game. So, you know, just don't walk up on him and say, hey, you're wanted, freeze. Man, dog the one-man show, everybody. I just don't know, like, I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about. Those two no. New York boys, we were right behind him. I, whatever. Yeah, know. probably something off of his show that he <laughs> thinks everyone has seen. Yeah. Yes. Not a clue, dog. Sorry, dog. I mean, we I, missed that one. I love how I've never met this guy in my life, yet I'm going to rate him on a, a sliding scale of 1 to 10 on how good of an outdoorsman he is. Yeah, I don't know where he's even getting this. <laughs> this is uh, what this is what makes it even funnier is because he's doing this like he's talking to the camera in front of a helicopter, like he's doing an intro for a show. Yeah, he's trying to make a comeback. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's using this as he's a leapfrog. He's Nancy. A, he's Nancy Grace. Yes, in this, he is this the, bitch. He is the fucking Nancy I'm, Grace of of fucking yeah dickheads. No, I, I would <laughs> love to see one of those videos. You know the ones where like forensics uh specialist uh, you know reviews a scene from you know whatever show to talk about its legitimacy i would just love just play this clip for a detective and be like yeah does is he on the right track there's a reason why he's not a real cop yeah he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about (laughs) he's he's saying things with the same level of knowledge as any of us dude he's Mm -hmm. a prisoner that got out of prison (laughs) yeah that 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 now is a did a favor for the bail bondsman by going to find somebody the bail bondsman needed mm-hmm. to take the court, and he said, "Hey, I can make money doing this. I can be a bounty hunter. I'm gonna put some seashells in my and, hair, uh, and then uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get a mullet, and I'm gonna wear some fucking shades, but I'm never gonna wear sunscreen because I want to get that good That's leather right. look, that leathery mm-hmm. look. It's a trademark. Yep, and then I'm gonna get Ozzy to write a song." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have a TV show called yeah. Dog. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog. So, so yeah, I, I have as much to believe in Dog the Bounty Hunter today as I did the first time I ever saw Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, and he, that is zero. Yeah, he's full of shit. I don't believe in anything he's, he does or says. or He's no. just a, he's a fucking, he's, a, he's actually a miracle. He's a guy that got out of prison. And actually made a shitload of money after he got out of prison. That yeah. wasn't a white collar fucking criminal already when he went into prison. Now all them guys they're taken care of when they come out. Yeah. But usually you go to prison when you come out, you're not gonna be a star. You're not gonna be now it does happen. It does happen. But uh No, he's a barnacle. Yeah. And he's, he's just a, latching on to the biggest ship right now. Yes. And that's this Gabby Petito case. And, it, and he's trying to get leapfrog that into yet another edition of dog the bounty hunter yeah he's trying to revitalize his career trying to get back on nbc and this and this case the gabby petito case is bringing everybody out of the woodwork we've already mentioned nancy grace who i have already forgotten about from years ago she's trying to make a comeback off this dog the bounty hunter is launching his resurgence and i wouldn't know 
I wouldn't claim this to be a resurgence, but other totally just wastes of space mm-hmm. are also uh, uh, talking about it. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, SJWs have to make everything their cause. Correct. So, <laughs> so they, of course, had to take up some special airtime to voice their disapproval. So of- now they're, they're SJWs. They have their own three letters now, huh? Yeah, they're a three-letter agency. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna get <laughs> another sp- one. I wonder if we're gonna get a big spike from them. Mm. But if you remember last week, we played Joy Ann Reed from MSNBC bitching about Nicki Minaj going against the grain of messaging for her people. Well, now she's had it up to she's had it up to here with this whole white people thing. So let's see what she has to say. If you've been watching the news for the past few days or on Twitter or or TikTok, you're probably familiar with the name Gabby Petito, the 22-year-old aspiring social media influencer who was reported missing after her fiancé returned from their van life excursion without her. On Sunday, human remains believed to be Petitos were found in a national park in Wyoming. An autopsy is scheduled for tomorrow to confirm the identity. Now, it goes without saying that no family should ever have to endure that kind of pain. And the Petito family certainly deserves answers and justice. But the way this story has captivated the nation has many wondering, why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Well, the answer actually has a name. Missing White Woman Syndrome. The term coined... (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, so uh, that was unsurprisingly cringy. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the worst shit uh, ever. But so she's upset. Let's just recap for the audience. It might be thinking slower than me. She's upset that a missing white woman is getting a lot of media attention because she's missing now dead obviously and she don't like it and she's the one that's coining the phrase missing white woman syndrome right now i mentioned it last week this has been coined previously well then she's carrying it on yes but i mentioned this last week that the only reason why we even knew shit about this story was because there was a hot white chick that was likely dead Mm -hmm. yes so she's not she's not completely wrong because let's be honest, if she was a 300-pound, 68-year-old woman, nobody would give a flying fuck. Well, she's not giving us any news that we didn't already know that the media does. Yeah, yeah. but not only that, her her issue seems to be, and maybe it comes out even further when we continue to play this clip, is that the media's coverage of this, it's almost like she doesn't know she's that part of the she's media. the fucking media. Right. Yeah. Part of the machine that she's shitting on. Yeah. So in that clip, she says... You know, they're not covering it. They wouldn't cover a missing black or indigenous person, person of color. Or, yeah, a person of color the same. It's like, well, you have your in, you have your own show. Yeah. Cover it. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Jesus. Do the, do the thing that you're claiming other people right. are, are not doing for whatever reasons I'm sure you're going to get to. <laughs> Racism. Let, let's also highlight the fact whenever they are highlighting a missing male on the news, it's the same as this laundry du- or Landry dude where it's, 
Yeah, missing and fucking wanted. No one even gives a <laughs> shit if we're actually just yeah. fucking missing. No, nobody cares. No. If so. I if I go missing, that will spend two seconds on my Facebook or on, on my sister's Facebook page, and then lost to fucking eternity. Well, not only that, let's take race completely out of it. We all know we we live in the the age of Amber Alerts. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just children gone missing. Like everybody should give a fuck about that, right? But how many people? Be honest now, listeners. How many of y'all? When you get a phone, what is the first fucking thing you turn off? Amber alerts. Because they're annoying as fuck, aren't they? They're loud as hell. You don't give a flying fuck either. No. And I guarantee you, Joy Reid doesn't have her Amber alerts turned on because she's too good to give up any of her time looking for anybody, regardless of color. So it's probably not surprising I'm coming out beforehand and saying, fuck her <laughs> entirely. But I can't believe she actually, she used up time on her own show to bitch about something that she can fix. Yes. And that she could have used that same time to point out another missing person of color uh-huh. that is going on right now somewhere in this great big old United States that shit happens every fucking day. Yeah. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it, look. Hey, hey, d- keep your ears up, people. There's another white girl missing. There is. She's in South Carolina. She's 21 years old. Keep your ears up. This, Dude, one's, this one's coming right on the heels. No, and I, I just, the, the thing that bothers me more than anything, and actually Dave Smith's show uh, highlighted this, and actually what you just said uh, is very much in line with that, but... How many people in the United States go missing per year? And then look at how many people are actually covered on the news for having gone missing. That percentage is probably 0.0001%. Yeah, well, just just the area where they found Gabby Petito's body. There's mm-hmm. like seven or 800 Native American and uh, different... Uh, I guess people of color. I guess that's what you would call them. I don't know. Uh, I call them Americans, but uh, there's seven or 800 that go missing every year. And it just in that area, just in that area where they found her body, mm-hmm. seven or 800 a year yeah. that you never hear anything about. You never hear a word about them. Well, not only missing. that, I'm, I'm trying to look it up. I can't find it because YouTube won't, Allow me to search for oh, what I yeah, want to find. Of course, but of course they won't. If y'all remember the story a few years back where those teenagers kidnapped uh, the, the two kid, in Chicago. The like kids? The, the special. Yeah, uh, the special needs kid. Yep. And was and doing they, evil shit to them. They were torturing them for, and live streaming it. Live. Yep. If anybody wants to look at how Joe Joy Reed talked about that, she downplayed that, oh, this is these are just kids being kids. You're right. I don't see why this is getting such attention. And it's like, I wonder why. Right. Yeah. I wonder why. Is there anything else on that clip there, Rona? We shall see. Eiffel to describe the media and public fascination with missing white women like Lacey Peterson or Natalie Holloway. 
are ignoring cases involving missing people of color. Joining me now Give is us some, Derek what are some examples? founder and CEO of the Black and Missing Foundation and Lynette Gray Bull, founder of... Let's stop it right there. They have a foundation, the Black and Missing Foundation. I wonder what they do there. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's, it's a mystery. Their name could not possibly let us know what they do for a living i'm i'm curious if they spend any of that time looking for missing black people hmm Hmm. in this country i doubt it i wonder if they look for missing white people probably not probably not yeah see that's uh, that's the uh, that's that's a sticker right there you know a little bit i mean to me to me a missing kid's a missing kid you know, I don't give a shit what color it is. Yeah. If you if if a woman comes up to me, my baby's missing. I'm gonna help you look for your baby. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help you look. I'll look until we find that little fucker. And if we can't find him, we'll call in the cops and we'll say, "Hey, he's missing. Let's search." Mm-hmm. And if the media grabs a hold of it, they do. If they don't, they don't. No, the one thing to keep in mind here, though. The, the things that will grant stories like this the allure to cause the media to actually cover them, they're doing, there's always some kind of convoluted, just crazy story behind it, where usually in movies, jokingly, there will be a token black person to say, that's some white people shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Now, speaking of what you just said, Doug, if a lady came up to me and was like, my babies are missing, my babies are missing. I'll help you look, but if I'm being honest with you, there's a little part of me that is also looking at you, lady, yeah. to see if mm-hmm. you're maybe another Susan Smith. Right. What'd you do to your babies? Uh-huh. Yeah. How'd they go missing? Where yeah. the fuck were you? Well, um, yeah, you know, you can look, you can tell if it's real or not. <laughs> I can. I can. Uh, it's just like the Susan Smith case. I told you that. The very first time I saw her on the news, that bitch is lying. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way a black man stole her truck. With her kids in it. And There's I think, no way. And I think that stories like that are the last thing that people like Joy Reid even remembers when she's thinking about this. Like, right. No, this obsession when there's actual people out there that have blamed it on black people when they did it themselves. And I'd be like, okay, well, you got a little bit of a battle. But keep keep going. Okay. Not Our Native Daughters, an organization created for the awareness of the missing, exploited, and murdered indigenous women and children. Thank you both for being here. You know, I I, I bring up this point because there's a case that's so similar. A a journalist friend of mine, um, Derica, sent me this this story about a young, uh, uh, you know, about some other people that are missing. There's one guy whose name is Daniel Robinson. Daniel Robinson uh, is a young black man. He's only 24 years old, five foot eight, 165, black hair, brown eyes. That's his description. His dad has hired a private investigator to find him. Um, he's missing part of an arm. He was last seen driving away from his job site in the Buckeye, Arizona desert on June 23rd. And his case struck me because it's it's very similar. He's missing in a, this, you know, the same part of the world. Um, it's a case that it has all of that same kind of sizzle, the sort of mystery of it. This young man uh, who just goes missing. It, I never heard of it until this friend of mine sent it to me. Uh, and I guess that's sort of, that's the issue, isn't it? It is definitely the issue. All right. Okay. First, first thing here. Um, if any of you have ever been to Buckeye, Arizona, even the people that are on the census, there are missing. That place is a fucking shithole. <laughs> And well, I mean, the greatest sin that guy committed is being a man. 
It has nothing to do with the fact that he's black. Who gives a shit if a man goes missing? Yeah, and that's that's the point I was going to make. Is yeah. it has nothing to do with the skin color. It's the fact that he's a man and no, over ten. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about a missing man. They just don't. There's no there's no sizzle there, as Joyce said. Right. There's there's mm-hmm. no there's no national bloodlust to to seek out who have ever wronged a man. It just no one cares. It's just that's just how it is. And I'm not saying it should be different. I'm not begging for more attention for missing men. I'm not going to start a men's rights group that, you know, like this dumb shit. Like, I'm only looking for missing black people. Uh, Well, I'm not going to be equally retarded and say, we need to start a men's group, guys. We need to start a, (laughs) we're only looking for missing men. All these other missing people. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. And in fact, I'm going to use my platform only to shit on the fact that those are stories that are getting coverage instead of the certain people that I've selected right. is important to, yeah, go fuck yourself, Joy. And I love that she brings up, is it Lacey Peterson? Is she the one that it was the swimming or the, the scuba diving accident? Or which which lady was that that went missing or that died and automatically the husband's like I don't know what happened you know yeah that was uh, well she was pregnant Lacey yeah. Peterson was the pregnant oh yeah chick, yeah the right? pregnant one yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah and the husband and yeah did horrible Scott things Peterson yep. yeah well this would not be ignore the rant if I didn't get at least two or three facts wrong in well, episode <laughs> I mean we should I, change look, the name of the show from ignore the rant to ignore the facts look I get the uh, <laughs> this uh, I, I will say this uh, especially on the reservations and shit mm-hmm. uh, a lot of shit does go down of missing people on reservations yeah that you oh, never yeah. hear anything about yeah you never hear a fucking word about it and a lot and, of that is due to corrupt people on the reservation right. Right. Um, because they police it. their own shit. Correct. Yeah. They don't want outside forces coming in. And a lot of times when people go missing and they can't find them, they blame it on the fact that outside forces aren't coming in and helping because it's set up that people don't want outsiders. Right. Mm-hmm. And outsiders really don't want to come in because it's like, y'all have your own thing. You have your own laws. You have your own court systems. Y'all fucking handle it. But the problem is, is when you have a judge and attorneys and everybody else that's in that town that they know that family had something to do with it. They don't want to start any shit. It's like, hey, all right, this person's already missing. They're probably already dead. If we uproot everything in this town for this one person, we're going to destroy our own fucking town. Yeah, Yeah. So they let people off because they'd rather not have to worry about their houses getting firebombed by their neighbors. And so it's that self-policing within small communities and groups that prevents this shit from being resolved. Same thing in the black community. How many times have we heard that crimes don't get reported? There's no snitching. There's no none. Of, there's no cooperating with uh, with authorities to solve a crime. So it's not like there's this national lack of desire to solve these crimes. Fuck, I mentioned it last week. The the third season of up and vanished where a white dude Payne Lindsay is going after missing indigenous cases trying to solve them and he's and he's talking about all of the roadblocks that he has to try to get over just to get people to open up and talk to him right, right. they don't trust him because he's an outsider right and they don't want to be implicated and they don't want to have anything to do with it they'd rather just move on with their life so if your own community is not going to help you don't expect it to make it to, to the national level. Yeah, and that's a case. That's a case in all kinds of communities in the U.S. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's. A, I mean, they just don't trust the cops. No, and if the cops come in and they're trying to look for somebody, you know, they just uh, they don't trust it. 
And when you get something, you know, like, I don't know, man, I, I'm, I'm over the, uh, sensationalizing of a single thing. I'm over that. I've been over that. It was like, like OJ, like OJ killing his old lady. Mm -hmm. I think that was the one that really did it in for me. That was the, that was the final nail for me was the whole OJ case. I mean, wow. He killed his old lady and he got away with it. He's got money. It had nothing to do with race. No, It's all fame and money. That's what got OJ off was fame and money. And a lot of it was the and, the the Rodney King thing and well, they, yeah. they wanted vengeance. And, and, <laughs> it, and it's because and that's what I'm saying. It had nothing to do with race, but the decision was all about race. Yeah. It's that's why I'm over it. I'm over all of this shit. It it's it, yes, she's a white girl and of course the black community's going to be outraged that they're not talking about a black girl that's missing. Well, here's and, how you get them to report on it. You gotta, you gotta either work with authority or not bitch about the fact that the authorities aren't looking for missing people in your community. And if you're a black, that's fucking anchor on a network fucking news organization every fucking night. Cover the shit. There's your chance. There's (laughs) your chance. Mm -hmm. That's my whole point. That's your chance to fucking bring the public up to speed on missing. Whoever, yeah, indigenous, black, Chinese, Mexican, whatever. To me, it don't matter. They all they're if they're in America and they pay taxes, they're Americans. Yeah, it's don't, like don't it's, treat them like uh, it, it's it's just another fucking way to separate people. Yeah, and it's it's like the programs for deforestation. You take a tree, plant one. Plant a tree. Yes. Yeah. If they report a white woman missing. Report a colored woman yes. missing. Yes. It's oh, not no, a fucking woman of color. He said colored. God damn it. Oh, you oh. fuck. Oh, we're the done now. Oh, the most podcast racist speaks again. Yes. That is the most racist <laughs> shit you can say. I just oh, preempted the fuck. No, <laughs> just like Bill Burr. The ghost like, of my grandmother just <laughs> came in the room. I, I was, I, I I'm sorry. I flipped the fucking words. That, that, <laughs> was, a, that was a conversation that I had with, some, with a, a black friend of mine a long time ago. Uh-huh. And the, and to I, I'm quoting him now. I would rather be called a nigga any day than to be called colored. Yeah, yeah. And I got it. I understood it because you know when you w- grow up in the South as we did, and and I know you guys aren't aren't old enough to remember this, but there are actually when I was a kid, there were still places. Where there colored would be signs only. that said "colored" and "white" oh, yeah, yeah. At, at, for like bathrooms or or whatever, you know, and that was a that it's a real eye opening. Well, and also think yeah, of it, think thing, of it this way, you know, do you ever see black people going, "What's up, my colored"? Yeah, no, no, Mm-mm. exactly. So yeah, of course they would much rather be referred to as what they refer to themselves right. in friendly company right. than what is referred to them from outsiders Outside, yeah, exactly. in a pejorative manner. Right. Just makes sense. But to me, the 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 funniest part about this whole Joy Reid thing is it's the equivalent of us coming on this podcast, bitching about other podcasts, not talking about what we want to talk about while we're on a fucking podcast. Right. It's the gayest, dumbest, most retarded level of shit ever maybe maybe i'll if i even tried to do that i couldn't pull it off 
the amount of work I would have to do to pay attention to so many different podcasts just to get information to come back to talk to you about the things that they're not talking about, that's so much more work than you just saying the thing that you want to fucking say. Mm-hmm. So fuck her. Yeah. I always think of, you know, the zero hour in college when a paper was due, how much bullshitting I had to do. Just think of these people that have these causes where they have to fit in full hours of how do I get to convolute this story so it fits my narrative? Yeah, and there's so many plot twists in this story. We got Joy that's upset that Gabby wasn't black. We got Dog the Bounty Hunter trying to pump new life into his career. Nancy Grace still looks like a haggard old coot. And, um, you know, what's funny to me, though, is like you would think that if Joy was going to bitch about something... She would dig into old dog the bounty hunter. You would think. Because yeah. not only is Gabby white, but there's now a white man looking for another white dude. But the difference is this white man, he said some no-no words in the past. Yeah, he did. Mm. Oh, our day to be ruined by this nonsense. The accusations are serious and scathing. Dog's daughter claiming he is racist, homophobic, and was unfaithful to her late mother Beth who died just over two years ago. Did you cheat on Beth? No, never, never. She says he began to have an affair with a friend of my mom's while she was in the hospital. Beth was in the hospital three times. I was there every single second with her. With the cameras rolling. I went home the night before she passed away with her mother and her sisters because they said she won't pass away, dog, with you standing here. So I left. Three hours later, she passed away. So... When did I have time? I'm a good man. I would have never done that. 22-year-old Bonnie also claims she was not invited to her dad's wedding because she supports the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, come on, dog. Well, he didn't want to invite her because there weren't going to be any black lives there. Right. And so he didn't want to take her away. He didn't want to take her off the scent of justice for black people if there's not going to be any black people there. I admit, it tracks. I mean, it makes sense. I, I I think dogs a stand up dude. Obviously, you know, no mistakes, no mistakes here. I don't um, know. I mean, <laughs> there might be a whole thing, and if you're giving your dad shit about cheating on your late mother, there might be some you know consideration of not inviting said person to nah, your wedding. No, 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 no. You heard dog. He said it himself. He's a good dude. He's, He's a, a good, good man. He's a yes. good man. He obviously did not want to detract his daughter's quest for justice because he understands what it's like to be on the on the on the scent on the path of justice. So he just wanted her to stay where black people were, which was nowhere near his wedding. Right. <laughs> Support that organization. Yes, I do. I have never been a racist. I'm. 33 and a half percent of Patty, but because of only 15 years ago. I- oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Sorry. He's 33 and, and a, a half, half percent of Patty. <laughs> Holy shit. 33 and a half. Dude. Yeah. I, did the, I, I am 33 and a half percent rant. God, even on <laughs> so, the Dirty Jeans episode, uh, I didn't go 33 points. Six, yeah. seven, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's dog. like it makes it douchebag dog the douche hunter <laughs> it makes damn. it that much worse that he goes and a half god he just sent up a giant douche smoke signal that's all i know <laughs> and i read it 100 percent. you go dog have an achilles heel because i used the wrong word well let me ask you about that 
that that moment 15 years ago. Yes, sir. That phone call with your son. Correct. You were using language, and over six times during that call, you used the N-word. Yes, sir. Why were you using that word so freely? Well, I thought I had a pass in the black tribe to use it. <laughs> in the black tribe. In the, the black tribe. tribe. Yes. Oh I God. love that. I love that he calls them a tribe. <laughs> Did they uh, have those little face tattoos and, you know, the piercings from their nose to their ear and shit? Well, now, now he was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> and I know in prison, you know, they they call your group a tribe. Uh-huh. You, got, you have mm-hmm. the Aryan Brotherhood tribe. Uh-huh. You have the Black tribe. <laughs> you have the Hispanic tribe. Yeah. So, yes, it, I, I get the word tribe, but it was funny. Yeah. It was to funny me, to me, tribe is just a shorter way of saying those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a, it, it, it's, it is a, it's like a racist, uh, it sounds kind of racist. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it sounds a little racist. Yeah. Like, I, I thought I had the N-word card that I could keep on using. It's like the AARP. Once you're part of the club, you don't go away. Yeah, but man. Remember, I got that shit laminated. He's 33 and a and half a, percent yeah. Apache. Correct. So, so he cannot be racist. Yeah, close he enough. He can't. Especially when he's it's talking about tribes. Impossible to because be racist. We, as we all know, all Indians belong to tribes, I'm pretty sure. Right. That's just me and as a white man. Like, just that's the level of understanding I have. And he had a pass. Of course. He had a pass from the black tribe. Which is why he said the N-word six times 15 years ago talking to his son on a phone call, which should never be which any was, of our fucking business. Yes, which was never supposed to be recorded. <laughs> and and uh, it's almost like, how did that he, get out? Yeah. How did he get a pass on that private call? Hey, dog. With his, it sounds like yeah. somebody within your own tribe uh, <laughs> isn't really, uh, you know. Drinking the water or, yeah. or, or hitting the wigwam yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they're the not really uh, hitting the peace pipe. I want to know what was so heinous on that conversation that got her to hit the record button in the first place. Well, this <laughs> no, this was a call with his son. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was so, I, for him. I think so, it's just yeah, a whatever. normal phone call. I mean, yeah. I think that's what it was. And yeah, until he got busted, <laughs> and then he was like, uh, uh, "Fuck, I'm not a racist. Let me come up with something quick." All right, here we go. Let me try to save my career. (laughs) So he continues. Rapid fashion. Eminem. Who gave you the house? Oh, shit. Shit, hold on. Way back that up, yeah. (laughs) I got to back it up. Okay, what's he talking about, Eminem? (laughs) (laughs) He's comparing himself to Eminem. Eminem, okay. I forgot about this (laughs) All right, here we go. Yeah, we got to hear this. Use the N-word. Yes, sir. Why were you using that word so freely? Well, I thought I had a pass in the black tribe to use it, kind of like Eminem. Who gave you the pass? The brothers. Who were the brothers? I had just, you know, gotten out of prison in 1979 after spending time in 18 months in Texas, and it was probably three quarters from the black tribe. So that was a word that we used uh, back and forth uh, as maybe a compliment. Okay, now... (laughs) He had just gotten out of prison in 1979. Thank you. When a phone call in 2000 and what, 15? Is that when it was? It was 15 years ago. It was okay, probably so 2003, 2005, 2005 somewhere yeah, Okay, then. okay. So he had just gotten out of prison. What? What is that? That's uh, 25 years earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And Even if he had an inward pass, if you left that shit on your dashboard, you can't read it anymore because it's so fucking old right. and bleached the right. fuck the out. Pass, the you pass would need is, to reapply. Yes, the pass is uh, parchment. Yeah, yeah, it's null and void. I yeah. think it even says that when they give you... Uh, okay, let's speak from experience here. Like, uh, Obviously, when you go get your inward pass, 
they tell you this is only good for a certain amount of time, right? And you have to uphold it. You can't get too many points against it, and you always have to come back every so often to get it renewed. Well, it sounds like this nigga never went <laughs> got it renewed. <laughs> never got it renewed. Wow, God damn, what a lazy dog. Bad dog. Bad. I just I just want to see what the renewal form looks like. Where are the <laughs> questions that are asked on that? How many times have you just offhand used the N word? Uh, you know, just. Just, I, I think it's yeah, based on your I zip code. I think it's kind of like the census. I think they need to know where you've lived and how long you've lived there. Something along those lines. Yeah. My inward past experience was slightly different, but I'll tell that tale another day. Anyway, back to Doug. My pass expired for using it, but no one told me that. <laughs> to say a racist your email. name doesn't qualify to make you a racist. If you use that word, it, if you okay. use that word and you use it in your regular everyday life, it makes you a racist. I have more black friends than Eminem. I'm calling bullshit. So that should make me okay with black people. Chapman also denies his daughter's allegations that he used homophobic language. Why would she say that? She's been fed what to say. I have three people that are on my staff that are gay, man. Mm -hmm. My daughter's gay, baby Lisa. I don't understand why anybody would ever say that. I hear what you're saying. Uh, Remember, proximity does not mean that you're not racist or homophobic. Would I die for a gay man or a black man? I'd lay down my life. <laughs> you go dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You lay down your life. You know what? Uh, yeah. Would it, you think he would lay down his life for a for a black fag? If it made for good TV, yes. Yeah, yeah. if it was on camera. And if they were using sure. non-lethal rounds. All right, and, now look. And there was an EMS on scene. I'm, yes. I'm going to say something here. Uh, none of us are racist. None of us are homophobic. I don't know. People it's, are starting to wonder about well, me. And, and I know, I know we do. And and we do this for laughs. It's I t- mean, t- it's t- funny to me. Yeah. It's t- it, t- I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry if you find it offensive that I think your racism is funny, but <laughs> it's, it's funny to me. It's funny because we live in the South. We yeah. know what mm-hmm. racism is. We know what true yes. fucking racism is. And, all of these people that 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 think they are, are, are with the racist and homophobic, all that, all this shit, and we poke fun at it. Yes, we're gonna poke fun at it. I always will. I will until the day I die because I think it's funny. Well, going, I think it's going funny. back to what we said about the world. Find a way to find humor in it. Yes, yeah, exactly. Everything can bring you down. It can. Mm-hmm. It just like a black comedian will talk about a white man dancing or a white man playing basketball and chill like that. I laugh at that. Yeah. It's funny as Chappelle shit. doing the white it's man. Fun- uh, it, it, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse when me. When he's doing the yeah. When he's doing <laughs> the, some information, and especially on the Chappelle show when he does the news guy. <laughs> you know, it's just it's fucking or great. the racial draft. Right. Yeah. Some exactly. of the best comedy. It's it is and and it's always going to be funny it is because it not only is it a, a taboo thing to kind of talk about mm-hmm. yeah obviously it is because nobody wants to talk about it it's like especially in the media in mm-hmm. the media they're always if they talk about race in the media they're demonizing somebody in yeah. that they're, yeah. they're not they're not talking about it in a unifying way they're not talking now we'll say this the one guy the black man that talked to the KKK and collects their robes. I've talked about him on this podcast before. Yeah. I cannot I can't remember his name. If you if you look this guy up or uh, yeah. That is communication right there. 
Mm-hmm. That's actual communication. When you when you're a black man and you can go to a Klansman, a fucking Klansman, and talk to them in a human way, and that Klansman gives you his clan robe yeah his uh, that's basically giving you giving you his identity yeah and renouncing it you know that is that's communication and that does not happen on your fucking nightly network news when it comes to race it doesn't happen that way no i mean they and don't, it's by design yeah it's they, by design why would they uplift when they can divide yes and, i mean and and that's another theme of what we talk about on the podcast all the time. But it just makes Daryl Davis is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look this guy up. It, you know, we'll put it in the show notes again because I I really want people to know this guy's story. Yeah. You know because that is a that's to me that's what the world needs more of. Well, he starts on a level like of not demonizing. Right. He starts on a level of it's trying a human to get. Level. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let me have a conversation, see where we meet, right. instead of where we completely disconnect. Right. Yes. Yes. And now, that's the way it should be. If, I, the, if I, the news, that's why people in Canada, this is a trip. They, you know, they're always talking about gun violence in Canada. The difference between Canada and the United States when it comes to gun violence and all that kind of shit. That's always, people are always talking sure. about that. If you watch the news in Canada... And you watch the news in the United States, it is night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. You don't see in on the news in Canada, you don't see them sensationalizing fucking mass shootings and shootings in high schools and, and it just shit that is daily, uh, uh, not even daily, it's fucking hourly, yeah. an hourly diet of shit in the United States. Yeah. And- People wonder why there's more gun violence here than there is in Canada. Well, all you got to do is watch the news. And you bring up sensationalizing and what we do with the media. I mean, Canada, whenever you commit a crime and you are, you know, like murder. Right. right. Um, once you have been put in jail and you come back out, they're not releasing your name. Right. Your name stays off the record. Why? Because they don't want to sensationalize you. Right. They don't want to draw more attention to what you did. Right. Nor, I mean, at the same time, we always talk about this civic virtue of, oh, they served their time. Okay, then why don't you get, forget about the what they fucking did if they actually served their time? Yeah, yeah. it's a, it, it, they don't make a Netflix movie no. out of Canadian killers. You now, know, I do... I, I do want to highlight, though, out of what he said, no one told me. <laughs> yeah. Who do you, do you expect to get a call from LeVar Burton yeah. just being like, dude, your card's been revoked? Yeah. Well, hey, what it. up, dog? Uh, just a reminder, uh, your shit expires in two weeks, so uh, we're going to need you to come back in. I figured since I was called dog that automatically I was part of the quote-unquote tribe. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, there's a little bit left on this video. Let's see if there's anything else worth talking about. For a boot. Dog says all this drama started in March after he had a falling out over a potential new TV show with Unleashed TV. In a statement today, the company said, quote, Mr. Chapman's own actions led to the cancellation of his new show. Bonnie is still with the production company and since then has been estranged. Bonnie is being brainwashed. Bonnie told E.T. today in an exclusive statement, as far as the idea that I'm being brainwashed, this is the dumbest thing my father has ever said. Even worse than the time he talked about black people. Isn't that the R. Kelly defense? 
It's like, of course they're going to report on pissing on them. The media keeps on asking him to tell them that. <laughs> They've been brainwashed. And they just brainwashed to tell you I'm peeing on people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pee on people. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't pee on people? Ah, uh, fucking A, dog. I mean, well, have you I'm, ever been bitten by a jellyfish? Pee on people. Yeah, of course. Uh, have you ever been bitten by an alligator? Well. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Before, uh. before we leave the story, I just want to say I'm glad that dog is on the case. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, we, I, I could not be happier that a revoked N-word pass, non-N-word pass carrying dog, the bounty hunter, it's a new revived dog. Let's see if he earns his N-word card back for, you know, finding this missing hoodlum. No, for he's capturing got- the guy that put this white woman back in the national prominence, making Joy Reid so pissed. If he captures her killer and gets this story out of the news... He might get it back. I don't there think he'll go. get it back. He's got to go to prison to get it back. Ah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Good luck. Good luck on you, dog. <laughs> you yeah, dog. Dog. So going back, you know, this episode has kind of been looking backwards. Going, Recaps. Going, yeah, a little recap episode. Going back over things that we've talked about recently in the past, and uh, kind of giving us some closure on what has might have what might has. <laughs> give us some closure on what has happened since the last time we discussed these stories and this doug, is one of my favorites and doug you sent me a story uh out of forbes of all fucking yes forbes <laughs> i know i was i was tripping too when well, i thought I was those like, guys cover fuck? everything yeah they do so i guess it was what about a month ago or three weeks ago sometime recently whenever hurricane ida was tearing its slow ass way across louisiana and we covered a story where an elderly man went missing. And the wife of said elderly man gave a description of, while the storm was raging, that she saw her husband get attacked by an alligator and it ripped his fucking arm off. Now, this woman then took it upon herself to leave the husband <laughs> at the house right. Jump on, on the stairs outside, because God forbid you bleed indoors. And she jumped in a boat to go look for help. And when she came back home, there was no husband to give aid to. Motherfucker was gone. And she immediately claimed, oh, well, the gator took him. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers what my take on the show was, but it was more along the lines of the Tiger King uh, where this bitch fed her husband to a gator or just offed him and blamed it on a gator. It's in the middle of a fucking hurricane in the swamp. You can get away with literally anything. Which, that is still a possible hypothesis. There's nothing beyond the pale that says she shot his ass and then was like, hmm, I guess if I just leave him there, a gator's going to come and fucking get him. So the story out of Forbes reads, the, the headline reads as follows. Huge alligator ate Louisiana man after Hurricane Ida. Officials confirm and they got a picture of him with blood all over him oh yeah the gators just covered in blood a louisiana coroner on thursday confirmed human remains found inside a massive alligator were those of a new orleans area man who went missing after he was attacked following hurricane ida and what appears to be the state's first fatal alligator attack in modern times now i will say this we're not covering this story because there's closure to a story that we discussed prior, where that's enough of a reason to talk about it. But to me, that line right there blew me the fuck away that it's the first fatal 
alligator attack in modern times. That's what blew my mind. Uh, that's what made me send you the article. Is when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, in modern times. Because, you know, I was thinking, surely people get attacked by alligators all the time. Yearly. I thought there was a baby taken almost every year by a gator. Yeah. Well, it there must was... be all that, you know, fear porn yeah. known as the media. They must just be retelling the same tale. Right. But it, it says here, St. Tammany Parish Coroner, Dr. Charles Preston, said remains found inside of 12-foot-long 504-pound alligator were those of 71-year-old Timothy Satterley, who vanished on August 30th after an alligator attack. That's a big fucking gator. Yes. Yeah, 12-foot-long. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good-sized gator. I, I wonder what detective they task that with. It's like, go out and tag as many gators as you can, and then search through their shit until you find his remains. Well, they found it by his home. Yeah. Uh, it was still hanging out there. Well, you just yeah, need a you fucking just, yeah, you're fucking, man. You're yeah, not. you're ready for the fucking, for the encore. Yeah, well, yeah, this place that, might little, be buffet. Well, not yeah. only that, you're a little lethargic. Yeah. If you've ever seen, especially reptiles eat, they gorge themselves. They eat more than their body weight yeah, and shit. And then, and then, they, then hang they out. <laughs> they can't fucking move. Right. <laughs> so he literally just couldn't walk away or swim away. Here's the surprising fact in this article. There are more than 2 million alligators living in the wild in Louisiana. That's a fucking shitload. Yes. But the reptile, reptiles rarely attack humans. Fatal attacks are essentially unheard of, but at least one other death in the state's history is believed to be the result of an alligator attack. A French blacksmith named Jacques de Bois, or Jacques de Bois, I don't know. Frenchie, read this. <laughs> yeah, Frenchie. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I never got now, the now pronunciation. Just, just knowing that it's a Frenchie blacksmith yeah. should give you an idea of when this happened. Now, yeah, when did this happen? Was found naked and dead on a riverbank in 1774. <laughs> with a coroner ruling he had been attacked by an alligator while bathing in the river. Now, th th this story, now they're, they're, they're telling you that a man in 2021 was the first man to be killed and, I guess, in Louisiana. in Louisiana by an alligator since 1774. Holy fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it does say, you know, it, it continues and it says one. That's how many people are killed annually by alligators in the U.S. on average, yep. according to the University of Florida. So, I guess it was the, just the, his time. The baby I mean. in Orlando and him. I mean, that's the only yeah. that's the only two I can remember. Pretty as much as far as people being, uh, you know, taken out by gators. But yeah, I mean, look, I grew up around gators. I mean, they are, you know, I. I was. That's why I said when I was when I was reading this, I was like, "Oh, Jim's gonna love this. Jim's gonna love this because we talk about you know." But not only did we talk about it on the podcast, but just finding that one mm -hmm. one person is you know, I was like, "Holy shit!" That is just think about the rarest of the rare. Yeah, and you're talking about a hurricane. Yeah, um, a man going out to his shed. And getting eaten by a fucking alligator. <laughs> yeah. That's the first one since 1774 <laughs> in hell. the state of Louisiana. That is, that's insane. Hey, uh, the Lord is coming. Yeah. That's my, all I can say. My curiosity still is killing me. What was in that fucking shed? 
you know, to go out in a goddamn hurricane, gator, what is... Gator bait. Gator, yeah. <laughs> but no, okay, so we have this man in Louisiana. We also have the baby at Walt Disney World, right. however many years ago that was. Yeah, that was just a couple years ago. And there was also a story within the last year or two of a lady who I think was uh, either depressed or suffering from dementia who got eaten by a gator in, off of Kiowa Island um, in South Carolina. Right. Because out there, there's gators fucking everywhere. Now, now we're talking about three different states here, too. So Yeah, but yeah. if there's only one in America, well, yeah, right. we're talking about probably over the last three years, yeah, right. that was we've the identified three. all yeah. three. Yeah, <laughs> all three of them happened right here. Yeah. yeah. And it, so when it does happen, it makes news. So I guess that's why we just assume that, well, clearly the, you know, the population of gators... And the population of humans living near gators, like, because you know, pets go missing all the fucking right. time. Oh, yeah. That I told you about when I was living, when I was living down in Florida. I don't think I ever talked about this on the podcast, but when I was living down in Florida, there was a period of time down there when, um, in a very, very, very upscale part of St. Petersburg, which has a canal that runs behind the house. Mm-hmm. there were these purebred dogs going missing. And they had a big thing about that. Everybody, they thought they were being stolen, you know, and being bred and, and to make money and all this. So they had they had people out there looking for, for these people that were stealing these dogs. And a woman took her poodle. It was some kind of rare fucking poodle and put it on a, a, a stick. You know, they... they put the stakes in the middle of the yard down there and they have a fucking chain connected to it and they put the poodle on it and it can run around in circles in the yard uh but it can't go past the chain obviously so a doggy she, a doggy tether ball she puts yes that's basically what it is so she puts her dog on the chain she turns around to go into the house she hears her dog bark she turns around right when she turns around a gator comes up out of the canal, grabs her dog, and takes it down into the canal. So instantly they know what's happening now. Uh-huh. They know there's a gator that has found this fucking neighborhood of delicious doggies. That, and this, that gator just petitoed that puppy. Yes. And this gator was swimming through this canal in this fucking ritzy part of the of St. Pete mm-hmm. and just snagging dogs, snagging dogs, Doberman pinchers, fucking, it didn't matter what kind of dog it was. He'd just snag them and fucking pull them off and eat them. Yep. And it took, it took them a, a couple of months to figure this out. That was what was crazy is they, cause they were convinced that it was people stealing them to breed the dog. Yeah. And, uh, it took that lady, that lady walking into her house to watch her poodle get eat. Right in front of her eyes. Sure, <laughs> most shocking thing she's ever witnessed in her life. And that story, to follow up on that story, her and her husband moved to Louisiana yes. just so the husband could get eaten by a gator. God. Shit, they should have just listened to our episode with Stone on it, and they would have learned automatically that, yeah, you'll use your dog as bait for a gator. Yeah, yeah, gators, gators will eat they a dog. Just, they should have just taken a stray dog at the pound, chipped it, put a fucking GPS collar on the bitch, and just let it roam where these dogs have been missing. Right. Poof. Problem solved. Yeah, Only this, one dog down. You would have saved at least seven dogs. Yeah, this was in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, um, we've gotten smarter. Know. Yeah. Mm. Got GPS has gotten a lot smaller. <laughs> so You can chip a dog now. Couldn't do it back then. No. So it was just, I mean, 
A, it's kind of it's it's nuts that uh, okay, it was confirmed the Gator did eat the man. God damn, that's got to suck. I mean, you think losing an arm's bad, <laughs> and then the Gator, and then comes, the gator back. comes back and drags <laughs> you off. Oh, God, oh, you were just too good Nightmare. to leave behind. Nightmare fuel, mm. son of a bitch. I mean, it is it, it's it's Louisiana. The chances that they had the a uh, firearm in the house are ninety nine percent. The bitch goes out and leaves him there instead of maybe firing on the alligator to get him away from. Some firearms are just going to piss him off. You need some heavy-duty shit. Yes. Otherwise, you're just you, really going to piss him off. You would need, um, I mean... Large rifle uh, rounds. Oh, yes. Double but, barrel. Well, that's a shotgun. Or 12-gauge yeah, slug. Have to go slug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, slug, slug. a slug would do it. Yeah. Uh, but either way, uh, sucks for that dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that was a... That was quite the uh, but it's recap. Still doesn't rule out that the wife threw a few lead in him and mm-hmm. then just said, "Here you go, Gator." Eh, you know, it's it's highly unlikely at this point. But I'm sticking to my fucking guns. We'll see how much lead they find in the Gator's diet. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hilarious if the yeah. Gator died of lead poisoning yes. and they open him up and they're like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> oh, ma'am!" <laughs> and she's with Brian Laundry uh, going yep. up the app trail. Yep. Oh God, please make this a reality. But um, it's like it's funny. We also found not just trace amounts, but a shit ton of arsenic in the in the gator. In fact, that's why we found them. Yeah, guy couldn't go too far. And we're pretty much at the end here, and we're not going to really have enough time to get into this because I really don't know that much about it. But for the little bit of news that I have been watching, apparently the biggest story that's got a lot of people up in a fucking hizzy is the fact that uh, there's 14,000 Haitians trying to uh, get in our southern border and Border Patrol agents are on horseback uh, trying to wrangle them up. And this is the latest political firestorm story. And they're claiming that they're using whips on the Haitians and all of this dumb shit, which is just flat out not true. And to me, it's missing the entire point of what the fuck is happening. Uh, First of all, if anybody knows that even just a just a little little teensy weensy bit of geography, um, Haiti's nowhere near the Mexican border no. of the United States. No, yeah, no, and they can't swim there. Yes, uh, they can't even make a raft and get there. Right. So how the fuck are they getting there? That's a, that, and that was that was my biggest question too. And there was fifteen thousand of them. So you would notice 15,000 Haitians, even traveling through Mexico, Yeah, it's you would a, notice. It's 2,000 miles like, as the crow flies from Haiti to the southern border at Texas, in Texas where they're trying to come right. across. So you would notice 15,000 Haitians. They would stand out. They mm-hmm. would stand out in Mexico, yes. And, yeah, I mean, th- this story is really, uh, it's, it's all about how dominant the media is in this country. Because the media jumped on the fact that they had whips and mm-hmm. they were whipping people, and it it never was true. It was the fucking reins of the anybody that knows anything about horses. Yeah, is you fucking go back and forth to you you, yeah. you slap the horse back and forth to get it to turn. And people, that's exactly and what might they were not doing. Know this, but the border patrol has a huge mounted yes patrol. Uh, that was that is their thing. Like. When you retire from the Border Patrol, you're presented with spurs. Yes. 
Because that is like the essence of Border Patrol. Well, not of course, done it's the from desert. A, not it's, everything's done from an SUV right, or right. from an air-conditioned office. And it's because it, uh, it's because it's the desert, man. I mean, you fucking get stuck in the sand in desert. Horses don't do that so shit. My, anyway. My point is they know what they're doing when they're on horseback. Right. And and <laughs> and for the media to, when the media jumped on it the way they did, and then Biden and Harris and all of the White House immediately jumped on it and just slammed, just buried the fucking border patrol. Yeah. And, uh, and then it comes out different angles. Oh no, that's not what was happening. They, they still have not backtracked. No. And the, in the, fact, Kamala, they're, they're doubling down on it. Exactly. And in fact, uh, speaking exactly what you're talking about, Kamala is in charge of the Southern border. She's been tasked with overseeing that. She comes out and tells the press, we are going to open an investigation on this. And it's like, well, you're the one who's in charge of it. What What is there to investigate? And I have something I would like for them to investigate. And this has, I haven't heard this anywhere else. I haven't heard anybody mention this. The media sure as fuck won't touch it. But don't y'all remember, I don't know, about a month or two ago, something had happened in Haiti. There was pretty fucking big news. I don't know, something like the assassination of their president with the aid of U.S. intelligence right. officers on the mm-hmm. ground carrying it out. Yep. And now all of a sudden we have 15,000 15, yep. Haitians at, at border. our border, almost like they were plucked out of Haiti and presented right at the border for this photo op. Now, I've been known to say from time to time that I'm willing to go down a conspiracy theory here and there for the entertainment factor. I'm not saying that I'm starting this conspiracy theory. I'm just paying attention to plot points along the way of the story of Haiti this year. How the fuck is nobody talking about U.S. involvement and the assassination of their president that led to less than two months later, the hottest story on the southern border just happens to involve a shitload of Haitians? Well, that's just a credit to our ability to pay attention to fucking anything it's like oh that was two months ago that's some old shit yeah we're supposed to forget about that already yeah we already uh, went on to cuba and then to afghanistan and hurricanes and missing white women we're we're six chapters down the road man right. we can't go back so not a lot i can't connect all these dots i haven't done any due diligence nobody's talking about it the way that i want it to be talked about so that's as far into and, it as I can get, but look for any future episodes. Well, if anything comes up, I'll talk about this. Maybe further. our new friends so, from Quantico can enlighten you. Something I do want to bring up because it highlights both what you talked about, Jim, and you, Doug. Um, <laughs> wow. You know the whip, the whips, and whatnot being used on, uh, in, uh, you know, the people at the border, and also horses. Just because the optics were that the border patrol were whipping people and they happened to be on horseback, horses have been banned from use uh, from border patrol just because of the viral photos. Just recently, you're saying. Yeah. Because right. of what happened, they've now been banned. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to find a funny thing We're not here. banning whips and whatever else might have been used, even though they probably weren't. We're banning the horses. And and it's because <laughs> the horses are probably the most number one used thing that there is. Correct. So, they don't want so, them to patrol the border. Right. So now it's forcing Governor Abbott to use state vehicles to literally just line up vehicles to create a barrier because they can't patrol it with horseback. So it's the same idea as... You know what I'd do? I'd fucking call Saudi Arabia and order about fucking... 
30,000 camels. <laughs> That's what I'd do. There you go. That's what I'd do, Abbott. Do it. <laughs> there you do go. It. Call them up. Call them up. Order about 30,000 camels. And put your uh, put your guys on camelback. Oh, that's See, some audible if I ever heard that's one. That's some straight up desert shit right there, bro. See, I thought you were gonna say call up Saudi Arabia, order up about nineteen pilots, and just <laughs> end this once and for all. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, well, not twice anyway. Well, kids, I think that's about as far as we're gonna go on this episode. Episode sixty, by the way, we've made it to another round number. Woo-hoo! Holy shit! Look at us doing something that doesn't matter. Wow. Well, if you made it this far, obviously, thank you. Uh, we we couldn't appreciate you any more than we do. But in all sincerity, please share this show with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at ignoretherant underscore podcast. And if you like the show, that review area, you know, leave a review on iTunes. That's that's still there. Yeah. It didn't go away. Right. Um, you can click five stars. You can click four stars. You, you can, can click write one a, star. Yeah. Those yeah. are the only ones we want, by the way. The don't, one stars, yes. Don't give us a two, three, or four. That's some bitch. That's right. some. That's Either some, give us a five or a one. Yeah. Fuck everything else in between. Yeah. The the two through four is some, hey, man, two dudes are fucking my girl energy. Yeah. We want <laughs> yeah. that five star or one star shit right. or nothing at all. That's it. But while you're in between leaving us reviews and ratings, tell a friend. Let them hear this fucking debacle that we call a podcast. And until then, we'll see you next week. Peace.